You're listening to Ottawa Junior Senators Hockey on the Junior Senators Broadcast Network. Let's go live to the broadcast booth for the call of today's game. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome inside the Nepean Sportplex in Nepean, Ontario for Ottawa Junior Senators Hockey here on the Junior Senators Broadcast Network sponsored by D Better Barbershop 117 Center Point Drive. It is Diamond Dante. Alongside me to my right is Mason Dietrich. Today your Ottawa Junior Senators on the road taking on the Nepean Raiders here inside the Nepean Sportsplex. The Junior Senators coming into today's game second in the Eisenman Division with a 39-7-5 record and taking on the 10th place Nepean Raiders with a 16-28-6 record here today. The Junior Senators coming off a 7-6 shootout loss to the Hawkesbury Hawks. They have now lost two straight for the first time since the start of September. The, or the Nepean Raiders have lost five straight. They're coming off a two to one loss to the bottom. Kentville 73s on Friday. It was a game that Nick Dimitrovic, the former Raider, got an assist on the final goal to Matthew Titus in front of the net with the uh, final 10 minutes of that third period. Kyle Aliverdi was outstanding that night. He made 30 saves in the loss. Nepean has had trouble with goaltending, or pardon me, they've had really good goaltending, but they've had trouble scoring goals lately. Yeah, I don't know what the issue is with the Nepean Raiders. On Wednesday against the Cornwall Colts, they were up 3-0. They were going to try and finish them off for good in that hockey game. But Cornwall just got the momentum scoring that first goal, then getting the second goal in the first 10 minutes. And then in the final minutes, uh, a questionable call penalty by Davis Brown in on a trip because yeah. he got the stick of Tanner in, well, instead of the feet. That should have been not a penalty in the first place. And it turns out the Cornwall Colts Able to score that tying goal. LaSalle was excellent throughout the third period. He won them in the shootout. The Raiders didn't score in a shootout. And they were about they were they got the game winner by James Zor. And ever since since then, it's been downhill. They've lost five straight games, 0-4 and 1. Well, another thing to mention, pardon me, Mason, oh, yeah. um, is the fact that they're actually 3-3-5. Three, three, and five, So they do have three extra time losses that they've recorded a point in. That's important. Yeah. But right now they're 10 points behind the uh, Smith Falls Bears for ninth place. And only the top eight teams make the playoffs. So um, right now not looking too good in Raiders land in a playoff position because uh, last year they barely made it in. And this year they're struggling to make it in again. Yeah, Borja has only had the goal for the Depeon Raiders on Friday night in the first period. And that was it for the Raiders. The goaltending was excellent. I mean, you mentioned about Kyle Alberti. He made 28 saves. They had 30 shots uh, in that hockey game. And I mean, I don't know what to really say at this point for the Raiders, but if they lose this game tonight, this afternoon, they're gonna be in big trouble with 10 games left after this tonight. As we move over to the Ottawa Junior Senators side, it was a pretty big game on Friday night, 7-6 the final for Hawkesbury, but here's what happened late in the third period. Pierre-Luc Fayette tied the game, being down three goals in the third. Have a listen. Under two minutes to go in the third. Lalonde, waiting, shot. It's not the stick. If I Fayette, he scores! Do you believe it? It's Pierre-Luc Fayette's second of the night, and Rick Dormel wants a call. It's 6-6. They have come back down 6-3 in the third. The tie it up at six. 
Oh my goodness, what a goal for oh. It starts off at the point, left point. Nick Colon breaks his stick on the one-timer, it comes loose. And that was the final call by Mason Dietrich, tying the game 6-6. Ottawa did lose in a shootout, but they did record a point in that hockey game. A very entertaining hockey game for the fans, to say the least. It was a jam-packed crowd at the Robert Hartley Sports Complex in Hawkesbury, Ontario. Unfortunately, the junior Senators didn't come up with the win, but Mason, they were down three goals in the final uh, five minutes. They got a power play. Martin pulled the goalie to make it six on four, and it worked out in their favor. They were down 5-1 in a hockey game in the second period as yeah. well. They also came back down four goals too, and that's the most important part. You don't see that too often, going down by four goals to try and tie the game up to get that point. For the, for the Ottawa Junior Senators, that was the most important part. I mean, it started off with Owen Guy's goal from the slot, and then a six on five advantage for the Junior Senators. Martin Dagenet decided to pull his goalie very early, and he loves risk taking. Even against opponents that, that they are down two goals or three goals, doesn't matter in this case. If they get one on the board, it's an important one for the Junior Senators. Fayette able to get one from a pass from Walsh behind the net. And then the six on four power play happened. Happened with a penalty drawn up by Hunter Duchesne. That was from that blue line. They had able to tie it, but unfortunately for the Ottawa Junior Senators, they did lose in a shootout, but a really good effort to come back and get that one point. Well, Martin Dagenet was surprised that they even got a point in that game, so he was satisfied with that. As we see the Ottawa Junior Senators make their way onto the ice, and what is this? It was supposed to be Francis Boisvert in net for the Ottawa Junior Senators, but now Connor Hicks has made his way into the net. We were we told. I saw Boisvert leave warm-up at about the 10-minute mark. This is so a last-minute decision by Martin. We will have more on that in just a minute. We will take a break and listen into our PA announcer, Bulldog. And the playing of the Canadian National Anthem inside the Nepean Sportsplex. Nepean Raiders at home taking on your Ottawa Junior Senators for the goaltenders in today's game. To our left for the Nepean Raiders is Liam Soulier. And to our right making a late decision in net for the Ottawa Junior Senators after Boisvert left during warm-up is the Major Junior vet Connor Hicks in net 
for the Ottawa Junior Senators. Starting lineup for the Junior Sens tonight is the second line starting today's game. Ely Bolris alongside Darcy Walsh and Pierre-Luc Fayette on the defensive side, Alexander and Michael Thomas. Then it's that Raiders first line, Liam Stagg on the right side. Up the middle, Jeff Dempster, left wing side. Starting today's game, the former junior senator Silas Matawashis on the back end. It is Tyler Orban and Davis Browning for the officials. Here is Mason Dietrich. Referees for today's game, head referee Matt Carr, Christian Mahaffey, linesman Neil Kartner, and Austin Harrison. Puck drop underway. And we are underway here in the Nepean Sportsplex. As usual, 2.30 start in Nepean. Here's Matawashis to the left side as Dempster with a quick shot from the left point and an easy glove save by Connor Hicks at the right side of his crease and a face off in the Ottawa zone with 19.47 to go in the first scoreless. Well, hopefully by the end of the game today, we'll definitely know what Martin's gonna say post-game-wise uh, post about uh, the late decision with Francis Boisvert with Connor Hicks starting, I mean, a very late decision. Alexander brings it in front of his blue line to center. Into the neutral zone is Thomas, the defender up into the rush who puts it into the narrator's corner. Rung around by the goaltender, Soulier, trying to clear it out, it's stuck in the slot. Here's Vayette, loses the puck in the corner. Dempster pins him up against the boards. Vayette gets it loose to Walsh, stuck in the near hash marks, and sent to the point, Thomas holds it in at the right wall. Dempster gets it out, here's Stake, left wing and into the neutral zone. In over the Ottawa line, a shot that's deflected off the stick of Bissot and in behind the Ottawa net. Manorville up to center. Shoved into the Raiders zone. Belil on the Pian side will pick it up. His pass goes off the stick of the defender. Number 22, Michel, and into the hands of Soulier who covers it up for a faceoff in the Raiders end. 19 minutes to go in the first, it's scoreless. And a faceoff in the Raiders end to the right of the goaltender, Liam Soulier. Vanderbilt takes the draw, loses it. Michel behind his own net for Nepean in their own end. Boat chase pass to center, misses the stick of Borjas. It's pushed into the Ottawa zone, turned over by Daniels. Borjas blows a tire, then gets nailed at the Ottawa circle as now it sits near the half boards and out to center Blacksmith for Ottawa. In over the Raiders line. Pushed to the outside by Rowe near the half boards. And out to center, Nepean picks it up. Here's Borjas, can't get around Daniels. He'll pick it up behind the Ottawa net. And a line change for Nepean and for the junior Senators. Daniels behind the net with 18.25 to go in the first. His pass off the stick of P.O. and to center ice. P.O. gets it back and puts it over the line. Streaking into the zone is Guy who puts it into the corner of the Raiders end. Back behind the goal line, P.O. Now a Guy trying to quickly swing it out to the point he can't. The Raiders dump it to center. A bouncing puck down the right side over the Ottawa line is Horvat near the half boards. And Pion will dig it up and get it in front of his bull line as Ottawa will regroup behind the net. It's Zach Saloum at the Ottawa half boards to center guy. Off the boards, here's Pion with a one-on-one -on -one in front of Michel. His shot pad saved by Soulier, deflected into the corner. Near the half boards, is just chopped to center. Lalone gets it back and fires it into the Raiders end on a junior senator's line change of 17.36 to go in the first. It's scoreless. Pam in front of his zone. Back into the Raiders zone, they wing it to the right side, held in at the point, Lamont. Tries to slide it towards the net, it's blocked by Denome, sent towards the middle, Anderson, a shot, stick to side into the Raiders left corner by Soulier. Back below the goal line, left corner, Anderson. Still in the Raiders zone, Ottawa. 
pinned up against the boards. It's McCabe, the defender on forward. He slides it to the right boards. A shot from the side is just fanned on and into the corner. Lamont will pick it up on a bad play by the goaltender, Soulier, who came out of his net, out of the point. McCabe's shot patted aside by Soulier. Back at the half boards. At the left side, Alec, or Anderson puts it into the corner. McCabe falls down, wings it to the right boards. For Alexander from the point, he pinches up near the boards. He's pinned up there by Buckley, who then wings it to the right side of the Raiders end, trying to clear it out. Ottawa with possession, stolen the Raiders' own Thomas at the half boards. Left side, puts it below the goal line for Walsh. Straight off the bench on a line change. Now to the circle. Bullris a shot, blocker to side by Soulier. 16-22 to go on the first scoreless. Stolen the Raiders end. Buckley trying to clear it out. He fires it off the left boards. Held in at the line by Alexander. Now out to center on a weird bounce. Taking it in is number 18, Smitsu, who fires a shot. It's fanned on miss wide. And Ottawa to regroup from their own end. Thomas to the left side of the neutral zone. Vayette fires it into the Raiders end. Matawash just picks it up and puts it to center for Dempster. He fires it off the half boards and into the Ottawa zone. 15.53 to go in the first scoreless. Sent up the middle. Matawash just holds it in. Puts it below the Ottawa goal line for Dempster. Back behind the net is Liam Stagg. He's pinned up into the corner. Dempster digs it up and makes his way to the top of the circle. But Walsh lifted his stick to pick it up. And now Ottawa the, on the attack the other way. Bisson, Viet over the line with Bisson cutting. Viet to the circle, a shot. He toe dragged it in front and it was blocked. Into the corner, Bisson. Slaps it behind the net. Finn Evans centers it in front, Manorville. Can't shoot it away, it's off the, his skate end to the neutral zone. Ottawa back with it again on a weird bounce. It's offside on the junior senators. Vanderbilt was still over the Raiders line. And a face-off in the Nepean end. No, it's a too many men on the ice, Dante. It's wow. gonna go to the Nepean Raiders, it's not offside. Face-off coming into the Nepean Raiders end. So Ottawa to the power play, the number one power play in this league in the CCHL. And don't forget about Pierre-Luc Vayette, seven goals, five assists in the last eight games on an eight-game point streak. And Mason, it could have been offside because Manderville wasn't over that line Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't over the line, but the referee made it made a decision of the Pian Raiders on a call. So one of them has to go to the box. It's going to go to Josh Shimitsu. Well, he's their fourth liner. Yeah, he's their fourth liner, so he's just going to sit there. Fourth line center for Nepean. Face off to the left of the Nepean goaltender, Soulier, near the circle. It is 15-29 to go in the first scoreless. Shots 5-1 for Nepean. Back to the point at the right side, Thomas. Near the half boards is Blacksmith. Goche can't clear it out. Lalone at the left circle. Waiting. Midpoint. Thomas walks the line. To the right side, Blacksmith. Near the hash marks, a shot. Pad saves Soulier into the Raiders' left corner. Ottawa on the power play, 139 to go in their man advantage. Stuck at the left hash marks, a weird shot, a backhander by Guy, covered up by Soulier at the left side of his post. Mason, why don't you take us through the season series in today's hockey game? 5-0 for the Ottawa Junior Senators over the Nepean Raiders at the other results. Throughout these wins, a 3-1 victory in, in the first game, 2-1 in a shootout in Nepean, 5-3 at Ottawa. And then 3-1, and then about two weeks ago, it was a 4-0 win in favoring of the Depean Raiders. That was a shutout for Connor Hicks that night. Guy back to the midpoint. Thomas, Ottawa stole the power play. Left circle, Guy back below the goal line. Lalone to the point. Thomas fires it across. Now to the left side, Lalone winds, fires! And a beautiful save by Soulier, who just smothers it up to get a whistle in the Depean end. And 
Mason, a lot of times coaches will say their goaltender is their best penalty killer. It's safe to say that Soulier is going to be that guy tonight. Yeah, he's going to have to be one of the heroes of today's game. If you look back about last year in 2017, he was, he had about 54 saves on 55 shots against Carlton Place. Oh, yeah. It's possibly that can happen again, but we'll see in this game. Into the slot area, Fayette can't pull the trigger. It slides to the point. Evans holds it at the right side. Near the half boards, Fayette. Or pardon me, that's Evans. Back to the point, Saloon. Left circle, Walsh has lots of space. Fires it across. Here's Fayette, he's open, fires a shot, and it's off the side of the net, deflected over the Raiders' net out of play with 43 seconds to go in the junior senator's power play and 14.02 to go, a face-off in the Raiders' end, scoreless. I believe Solier made that stop on that shot from Fayette on that left toe, then it, then it went out of play, so so the shot went off the side of the post. That, I, I believe Sawyer so didn't make the stop. I'm not yeah. too sure why they're counting it as a shot on goal because that went off the side and out of play, so it didn't touch a Raider, so. And since it wasn't a shot on net, or Sawyer didn't touch that puck, yeah. it's a, it was a face off in the neutral zone. As the puck is rung over the glass, behind the Raiders net out of play by their defenseman Noah Rowe and a face-off now in the Raiders end. That face-off did come in the neutral zone as they yet did shoot it out of play. And if you're an Ottawa player and you shoot that puck over the Raiders glass and out of play in the offensive zone, yeah. it is a face-off in the neutral zone and that's what happened. Uh, you gotta be careful with Vayette if you're the Indian Raiders tonight. I mean, he has seven goals, five assists and the eight points, but he's one away from David Jankowski in score and he has 31 goals this season. He had a four point game against Hawksbury yesterday in a late comeback shootout loss. Let's we'll see what happens. Saloon from the point, high shot blocker to side. Michel gloves it down near the circle and puts it into the corner. It slides to the left half wall in the Raiders zone, out to center on a weird bounce. Here's Goche on a breakaway. Evans tagging up, Goche walking in. Forehand blocker, see Connor Hicks and over the Ottawa glass out of play. What a stop by Hicks, shorthanded yeah. with 13.22 to go in the first. Yeah, Martin Nagenet not happy about that turnover at that blue line. This went around the boards, the Raiders are looking to get it out. Some miscommunication on that left boards in towards that blue line. Finn Evans was all alone trying to chase back Oliver Goche. That's the first breakaway of this hockey game for the Nepean Raiders, and Hicks had to be very big on that blocker save, even shorthanded, now it's back to five on five. Back to five on five, Mitsu comes out of the box and stays on the ice. Long lead pass to the right side of the neutral zone. Donovan puts it into the Ottawa corner, played behind the net by Connor Hicks. Now Daniels off the left boards. In the Ottawa zone, fired to center. Manderville knocked off the puck, Tam takes a collision. Can't get it into the Ottawa zone. Second chance he does by Donovan. 12.53 to go in the first. Scoreless shots 9-2 for the Ottawa Junior Senators. Quickly offside by Andrevik. Ottawa will pick it up and bring it into the neutral zone. Slap shot from center by Bisson into the Raiders corner. Played aside by Soulier to the left half boards. Off the boards and held in at the line. Here's Daniels to the point. Lalonde is shot, it's loose and a glove save by the goaltender. Liam Soulier was low five hole, but he hold on to make the stop with 12.29 to go in the first scoreless. He was looking for a deflection by Manderbeek. Lalonde was looking for traffic in front and Ottawa was in a mix of a line change in the process of doing so. 10 to two of the shots on goal in almost the first eight minutes of the game. Lalonde fires it from the circle off the draw. It was a tie up. It's padded into the corner by Soulier. And sent to the point, dumped by Nepean. To the right side of the center ice line was Brandt to put it into the Raiders' corner. Chasing it there is Lalonde. 
Raiders, Buckley out of his own zone to the right side of the neutral zone for Horvath. Stopping him in his tracks with Brandt. And is this an offside? It is. Raiders were just kind of piled up near the right side of the neutral zone near the Ottawa blue line and we're trying to fire that puck in and they couldn't, it's offside. Well, we had a chance to talk to Martin Nagene before today's game. He spoke about Gabriel Moran playing with the Winchester Hawks. He's played two games. two games with them. He played with the Winchester Hawks against the Perth Bulls. I mean, despite the seven nothing loss, he's trying to get into shape. Martin Nagene said he could be back in that lineup next week. And for Gabriel Moran, playing for the CCHL Tier 2 Junior B Winchester Hawks to get some ice time yeah. as he's been injured since September 27th as the Raiders ice the puck down the right side. Face off in the Nepean end with 11.39 to go in the first. Nepean and Ottawa scoreless in their final game of the season series. And ever since Gabriel Moran got injured, and now it's very hard for him to get a CIS Division One or Division Three scholarship. We were talking about because, that. Well, yeah, because well, we were talking about that right before today's game. And he said it's going to be very tough for him to get at this point because he was supposed to be paired up with Vayeth through mostly up the season until he got injured at training camp. He was out for a month, played against the Cornwall Colts. We were expecting him to make a, a big difference throughout the way for the Ottawa Junior Centers, but it didn't really happen for Gabriel Moran. Back to center, Finn Evans. Into the Ottawa zone, Thomas to center. Left side, fires it in front of him to Evans, who streaks in down the left wing side and puts it behind the net. Blacksmith, his one-timer from the circle, Fandon. Thomas from the blue line, pinches up into the rush. Below the left circle, Manderville. Still the Raiders in Ottawa with possession at the point. Is Alexander, making his rear near, near the left boards and into the corner, dug up by Manderville. Near the half boards at the left side of the Raiders and Manderville backhands it to the point for Alexander, who's near the line. Creates space and gets it into the corner. Behind the net, Soulier just bumps it to the right side of the Raiders and out of harm's way, Borjas. Back to center off the skate of Walsh and here he comes down the left wing side. To the circle, a shot. Mueller's stick was right in front of him. It's off his stick and over the Raiders class out of play. 10.31 to go in the first. It is scoreless, 12 to two the shots for Ottawa. And Mason, back to that point, you mentioned it's going to be hard for him to get that Division I or Division Three scholarship, but Hugo um, Roy got a scholarship even yeah. before playing a game this yeah, year. Yeah, even before playing a game. It could happen tomorrow. You never know what's going to happen and transpire. I mean, and this was before coming back to the lineup against these Nepean Raiders, and he's been making a huge difference since coming back to Canada. And Icy waved off. It was from the red line. Ottawa dumped it into the Raiders' end. They wing it to the left side of the half boards. And that should be a hand pass, but it's out to center by Nepean. It was a glove pass by Orban. Back to center is Stegg. In over the Ottawa line. That one a pass intended into the corner off the stick of Daniels and over the Ottawa glass out of play. And that's just the third or fourth time Nepean's entered into the Ottawa zone. And we're 10 minutes into this first period. Yeah, junior Senators touch up that puck towards that blue line. That's why the whistle didn't really blow down for that hand pass opportunity. I mean, on the injury front, we expected Boisvert to start. McCabe is back in the lineup after suffering a, a lower body injury. Off the left boards and into the Raiders' left corner, Lamont chases it and is first to the puck. He's pinned into the corner by Orban. Back below the goal line, a pass went off the skate and into the hands of Stagg, who brings it from the P into center. In over the Ottawa line is Dempster. He has room in the middle, sends it into the corner, intercepted Bisson in front of his goal. He puts it into the neutral zone, Lamont. Chips it into the Raiders' left corner again. He'll chase it there. Soulier out of his net, rings it behind the net for Rowe. 
up the middle of the Raiders end and into center. Longley pass left side with Speed Spitzu. Sends it into the middle. Back hitter, stick to side by Hicks. And that does not count as a shot on the board. But it is, pardon me, it does flash up there. So that's another save for Hicks. Three shots for Depien. Into the Ottawa corner. Off the boards is row to the point. Looking for room, fires a shot off the post. Weird bounce on a deflection. Pion tips it to center. Saloum up into the rush will bring it there. Puck slides off his stick. A weird bounce in Ottawa. Just gets it behind the Raiders net. Pinned into the boards is Guy with Rowe. Dug up Lalone to an open Brandt at the left point. Fires it to the middle point. Saluma shot off the end bars. Deflected in front. Is it in? And they score. It is Ottawa with the goal. A weird bounce from the point. Hitting the end boards. Deflected in front. And it's going to be Danny Peel with the deflection getting his first goal of the season. First goal as an Ottawa Junior Senator make it 1-0. This was a really good play by the Ottawa Junior Senators. Noah Rowe was first to the puck. The PNS to limit the turnovers in this game and able to try and get the victory over Ottawa this afternoon. Noah Rowe decides to pin himself up yeah. along that board. Three junior senators contained to the puck in that corner. And then Nick Lalone found an open point and Martin Agenet wanted the point open and he, and he got that. They didn't really use as much against the Hawkesbury Hawks. They were able to get it to the point as this one's icing against Ottawa. They get it at the point, and then a cross ice to Zachary Saloum, and then the shot was missing wide of the goal. And then after that, Lalone kind of took that shot, and then it went off Pion's, I believe, elbow, and in the goal, yeah. Ottawa leads 1-0. Yeah, it was Pion's, uh, pardon me, it was Lalone's backhander from the uh, right side of the bottom of the circle, and Pion was just kind of stuck in the, uh, the left side of the net area near the crease, and he tipped it in. Um, obviously, Pion hasn't scored a goal yet until now, but that's the way you want to get the the goal or lead this hockey game because Ottawa's really had all the possession and for Pion, congratulations. 18-14 to go, or 8-14 to go in the first. It is 1-0 junior Senators over the Raiders. To center is Blacksmith. Left wing side over the Nepean line. Bulwers sends it into the bottom of the circle for Evans who's pushed into the corner. That one deflected off the boards of the Ohm for the Raiders. Hit over the Ottawa line into the middle. Near the left circle, poked to the left side. A shot off the pad of Hicks. Here's Blacksmith behind the net. Thomas can't fire it out. Buckley gloves it down at the right point. Keeps it into the Ottawa zone. Buckley, now Diome will pinch into the corner. Buckley along the right side. Now Walsh with Horvat taking Walsh down at the left half boards in the Ottawa end. Into the corner, Ottawa trying to get this puck out. It's Thomas, the former Raider, to stretch his way out to center. From the red line, shoots it off the left boards. And behind the Raiders, that's Soulier. Pushes it into the corner. Only one to get it is Bolris. Back behind the net. Walsh tries to backhand it in front. It's off the skate of Browning. And out of the Raiders' end, here comes Depien the other way. Oliver Gauthier makes his way on the Ottawa line. Take, tries to make a nifty move at the blue line. Can't. Shot for the point. Deflected into the corner by Hicks. A shot by Browning. Now at the left half boards, Gauthier takes a hit from Bissot as it deflects into the hands of Viette behind the Ottawa net. 6.55 to go in the first. It is 1-0 for the junior Senators. Dumped into the Raiders' end. At the right half boards, Borjas has it go off his shoulder in the air. Goche trying to glove it down and knock it out to center, he does. He falls down in the neutral zone. Bilil behind him picks it up and makes his way over the Ottawa line. 
Chips it into the corner and he's first to the puck. Makes his way to the right side, Daniels. Might have hooked him up. They're tangled up in the corner. It comes loose to the point. Rose shot. That one's loose. Stuck in the circle. Deflected aside by, by Belil, who was trying to shoot that puck on net. At the half boards in the Ottawa zone. Belil near the circle. A shot that's deflected wide. McKay puts it off the boards and ices the puck into the Raiders' end. And a face-off to come back in the Ottawa Junior Senator zone with 6.09 to go in the first. one nothing Ottawa. And that was the best chance for Nepean all night. 7-1-2 in the last 10 games for Ottawa. It was the second time uh, this season losing in, a losing in a shootout and then a regulation loss coming from that. It was actually a regulation loss against Cornwall and then a shootout loss against the Hawkesbury Hawks, which this is the third time this season they have at least lost two games in total. Stag back below the goal line is Dempster. Trickling puck on his stick. He's forced into the boards at the left side of the Ottawa zone by Daniels. 5.51 to go in the first. It is 1-0 to Pien. 14-6 to are the shots for Ottawa. Still pinned up against the left corner boards. Trying to dig it up is Michelle. And now McCabe into the action. Michelle digs it up. Puts it into the corner. Stag at the right side of the net. Off the half boards. And it's behind Roe to center. Here's Vayette trying to pick his pocket. Roe got out of harm's way. And dumped from center into the Ottawa end. It's Bailey Brandt, the former Raider, behind the net. On an Nepean Raiders line change. She brings it to center alone. In the air, glove down Pion in front of the Raiders line. He just chops it into the Nepean corner. Roe behind the net. Taken off the puck by Pion. Back into the left corner boards. This guy, he's knocked off the puck. And here is Horvath to center. Off the half boards and into the Ottawa zone, Denome. First to the rush, Saloon takes him off the puck and brings it to center. Saloon through the middle of the neutral zone, in over the Raiders line, right wing side. Centers in the front off the side of the net. And deflected behind the net. Pion with it on his forehand. Back below the goal line, stuck in the referee's skate. Now it comes loose near the left half boards. In the Raiders left corner now. Back into the boards, Michel or Mueller pins up Guy. It comes loose to the point. Salome can't hold it in. It's out to center. Denome can't handle the pass. That would have been a breakaway as he just had it deflect off the backhand of his stick and into the neutral zone. Near the right boards. Denome back over the line is Horvath. Near the right circle, he stops. Looking for space. Puts it into the right corner of the Ottawa zone. 4.15 to go in the first. Back off the boards, Browning. His shot for the point. Right side, it comes loose. Buckley can't put it away, a save by Hicks. Off the boards. At the left point, Goche puts it back into the Ottawa zone. Saloon takes a hit and puts it to center on a Raiders line, or on an Ottawa line change. Here's Borjas near the right circle. Back to the point is Browning with a shot and misses wide off the end boards, deflected to the point. Ottawa trying to get it to center up into the neutral zone was Guy. He's tapping for that puck at center, he gets it. Here's Guy, right side of the neutral zone. Makes a nifty move, but took a hit and lost the puck, and now the Raiders are in their own end. Here's Balil to center, in over the Ottawa line. Off the right, half boards, and into the junior senator's end. Blacksmith gets it to center. Alexander up into the rush, looking for his first of the year. Makes a move, and fans on the shot. Rowe can't clear it out. Blacksmith was near the half boards to keep it in. It deflects off his skate behind the net. Rowe out of his own zone and to the right side of the neutral zone. Pass too hard for Borjas to handle. Here's Ottawa in their own end. Thomas in front of his net. Up the middle of the neutral zone. Here's Bolaris with speed. Left circle walking in. Sends a pass in front. Miss Fayette. Fayette near the half boards. 
Puts it into the corner for Walsh. He skates his way to the point. Pissol's open. His slap shot wide. Off the boards. Rebound. Vayette can't throw it in for his 32nd. Back into the Raiders' left corner. Pinned up against the boards. Vayette with Michel. 2.41 to go in the first. 1-0 Ottawa. Near the Raiders' left half board. Sent below the goal line. Vayette cutting in. Rebound. Soulier sprawls out and makes a beautiful save in front at the left side. Vayette couldn't get the clear shot away from that corner shot. It was sent towards the net by Thomas at that left point. Ottawa just couldn't get a really clear shot right towards the net. But some really good cycling work by Bulleritz, Vayette, and Darcy Walsh on that line to get uh, together. And Walsh, he had, he had a big night against the Hawksbury Hawks on Friday night. He had two goals in the game, including one that was a highlight reel on the third goal. On the third goal. Stuck in the near hash marks off the draw. Anderson lets it go. It's wide off a of body. Near the left half boards, it's into the corner. From behind the net, Lamont puts it in front and taken by Nepean. Here's Browning, left side of the neutral zone. Fires it off the boards and into the junior senator's right corner. Behind the net, it comes loose to Schmitzu. He can't put it in. It's off the boards and back into the Raiders' end icing with 2.07 to go in the first. one nothing for the Ottawa Junior Sens and an icing on Ottawa and a face-off to their own end. Looking at the Nepean Raiders this season, Antoine Belil on a three-game point streak was named player of the week at one point in January. He was. Yeah, he was. He was at that time. One end goal, of January. Yeah, end of January. One goal, two assists. Matawasha since coming to Nepean from the trade with Ottawa for Michael Thomas. Five goals, seven assists since coming to the Raiders. He's been he's been one of their top players since coming here. Well, top forwards, but yeah, Thomas top. is Ottawa's new number one defenseman. Yeah, they, their new number one defenseman. Look Pumps out. Pumps loose in front from behind the net. A weird bounce after Soulier came to play the puck. And the puck just went off the half boards, and that's going to be a penalty on Ottawa. It looks like Soulier was hit with the puck. Or Soulier was hit with one of the junior senators' bodies. What happened there, Mason? Here's the Raiders with the net empty. Six on five, delayed penalty on Ottawa. Rowe up into the rush. Touched up by Guy in front of the Raiders, or in front of the Ottawa line. And it's a junior senators' penalty. And the penalty looks to be going to... Jacob Lamont. Uh, no. It's going to go to Isaac Anderson. For goal it, interference. Yeah, they were trying to take the puck away behind the net. Anderson just kind of took him out onto the right pad of Sullier. He went down to the ice, so the referee just knew it immediately to call a penalty. Any contact to the goalie is an automatic penalty in the other end. And don't forget, one more junior senator's goalie interference, you're automatically kicked out of the game. Ottawa's had a lot of trouble. Two goalie interference, or three goalie yeah. interference penalties on Friday. And one more here today. Back to the point is Rowe with a shot. Pad safe, rebound, Connor Hicks the stop. And it's dumped into the Raiders' corner on the junior Senators' penalty kill. 1.44 to go on the Raiders' power play. The penalty to Isaac Anderson for goal interference. 1.08 to go in the first. Ottawa leading 1-0. Shots 15-8. to To center, Borjas puts it off the left boards. It's Gauthier. Back to the point. Tam to the right point is Rowe. His wrister is blocked in front. Alexander fires it off the boards. Held in at the line by Tam. He fires it near the left circle. Back below the goal line. Swung out to the right point is Rowe. Back to the right circle. Below the goal line. Borjas. Chopped off the boards and to center by Pion. 35 seconds to go in the first. 1-0 Ottawa. Rowe. Back into his own end, it's Corey Tam on a Raiders line change. They're still on the power play on that penalty to Isaac Anderson for goal interference. Stag through the middle of the neutral zone for Dempster, who lost his footing on the puck on the line, and now back below the goal line. 
Junior Senators trying to clear it out. It's pinned into the boards by Stagg. Comes loose to Dempster at the left circle. Now to the left point is Browning. Walking the line, midpoint. Browning to the right circle. Orban shot, that one's blocked by Thomas. He backhands it out to center, and that will do it for the first. Nepean not happy with their performance after one period of play. They still do have 31 seconds remaining on that man advantage going into the second, but not a very good period by the Nepean Raiders. They didn't muster any offense at all. The only one came on a turnover in the Ottawa or Raiders end that was a breakaway and a stop by Connor Hicks. They only have eight shots. For the Junior Senate, well, they're going to have 31 seconds remaining on the power play for the Nepean Raiders to start things off. It was all Ottawa, no doubt, after one period of play. Ottawa kept pushing the Nepean Raiders in that first period of play. Isaac Anderson is having a talk with one of the officials. This is about the goalie interference call. And, and Anderson is trying to explain what, trying to explain that why he, he didn't want that call. It's because that happened along that boards. He was trying to get first of the puck on that boards, and there was an open net there. But any contact to the goalie is an automatic penalty for sure. I mean, Anderson has a case for trying to overturn it, but it's really not the case for Anderson to really overturn it at this point. Any contact with the goalie, automatic penalty. But back to what I was saying about the Ottawa Junior Senators. They had a lot of time on attack into the offensive zone to start this first period. They did not play 20 minutes in the second period on Friday night against the Hawksbury Hawks. They they play the first 20. They haven't they didn't play the full 60 minutes on a Friday night, but that's the first 20 for the Junior Senators. All four lines were rolling for Ottawa. Outstanding. Even the call-ups like Lamont and don't forget Craig Mc, Craig McCabe, who's usually a defenseman, is playing forward because of a suspension to Connor Smart and McGregor with an, an elbow injury for what we heard from Martin Agene. Yeah, and I think that was a good decision to put up um, Craig McCabe on the forward side because um, he's a physical player, Mason. Um, but there was a few times in that period that we saw him kind of playing the point a little bit, getting yeah. caught a little bit too high. He's not used to that position. It's one nothing Ottawa after one period of play. Um, the junior Senators went leading after one, a fairly good hockey team, Mason. Yeah, 18. 18 and two, and don't forget, they don't have a regulation loss when went ahead by one period. The two losses have either came in overtime or in a shootout, so eight and two on the season for Ottawa. We'll get into PN stats trailing after one after this interview. So we're gonna send it to a quick interview with Martin Dagenet, the head coach, general manager, and owner of the Ottawa Junior Senators. Before today's game, he talked a lot about a lot about how he didn't think the junior senators had a good game on Friday and about some of the scratches and recent injuries. All right, here with head coach of the Ottawa Junior Senators, Martin Dagenet, before the game against the Raiders. And uh, Marty, we didn't have the opportunity to talk to you after um, after a loss to, to Hawksbury. So overall, what did you make of that 7-6 uh, loss in a shootout? I thought we showed character coming back uh, down 5-1 and then 6-3 with less than eight minutes left. Uh, you know, we've been very disciplined in the last two weeks and came back to our old habits against Hawkesbury where I, I felt we took dumb penalties and uh, you know, they, they were able to score two or three power play goals and that was the difference. You feel like you, gave, you guys gave up lots of rebounds during that hockey game because of the six goals. Most of them are rebound goals. Yeah, our D-men weren't good at all. Uh, D's on coverage was a problem all night long. Uh, uh, got caught puck watching way too much in the defensive zone. So obviously we want to clean that up today against the PM because 
you know, with the strong goaltending that we have, and you know, we should not be giving up seven goals. And it wasn't really on our goaltenders; it was really our D man that I felt struggle, and our fours weren't great in the D zone either. Were you surprised to see the team come back down three goals? Yes and no. Uh, after the second, uh, you're down three, and still have to kill a double minor. So I was not overly optimistic. At the same time. I felt that in the last 10 minutes of the second period, we were all over them. So I figured if we can get the kill and find a way to get a goal early in that period, that we would have a shot. But to do it with less than eight minutes left and score three in, in six minutes, uh, it was surprising. But again, we have character in the dressing room. And you know, when it counts, the guys uh, show up. Um, Rose mentioned to me before that game against Hawkesbury that it was the first game you had like legit everybody in the lineup. Was that a positive, just to have everyone back? Yeah, still missing Bailey, Brent, and, and Gabriel Morin. Uh, Bailey's back today. Morin should be playing with us next week. Uh, but overall, uh, it was good to see a lot of healthy bodies. Obviously, guys like Salou and Bisson were not in game shape yet. Uh, it's going to take probably one or two other games. Uh, but, you know, no matter... No matter who's in the lineup, we just got to be better in the D zone. Right now, that's a problem for us. We're just giving up too many scoring chances. Moran played his first game on Friday with Winchester. What did you hear from that? Well, actually, it was the second game. Oh, second. Uh, played last weekend, uh, I believe, on the Sunday. Uh, obviously, he's a very good player for them. Their top guy, that's what I was told. But, you know, he's not in game shape either. Uh, he's been off for, I think, four or five months now. Played one game in between. Uh but yeah, he's uh, he's a guy that we feel can do some damage come playoff time. We just hope his development was not hurt too much by missing four or five months. And obviously, you're missing Smarkers of suspension and McGregor out of the lineup. So you're putting McCabe on four today. What do you make of him playing four? What does he bring to the fourth line? I don't know. He was our worst D-man against Oxbury, so he was not supposed to be in the lineup today. And uh, because we had an opening, we put him out there now. If someone doesn't get the job done on the back end uh, after the first period, he might go back on the back end. We're just, we need more from our veteran D-men right now because they're not getting the job done. And, you know, like I said, it might not even play one shift as a forward. We'll see. But that's where he's going to start. Well, Lamont, uh, he, he's not putting up the points in Emrim, but he, uh, from what you told me a few weeks ago, he's a pretty good player. Yeah, everyone likes him. He's always, a, he's, a, he's been a depth player uh, in AAA hockey or obviously junior B this season. Uh, you know, he doesn't have that big scoring touch, and that's too bad. But at the same time, he's the type of kid that never puts your team in a bad situation. He's physical. He's good in the D zone. So he's obviously a player that we're looking at for next season. So good for him to be able to play a few games with us. Um, what, do you, what do you do with Moran, just back to that? Because uh, he obviously came into this year with high hopes to probably get a D3 or CIS yeah. or something. So, I mean, it's, it's got to be tough for him right now. Yeah, it's not easy. And he's... He's a guy we were counting on to, to lead the way. We think he's just as good as yet with more size, a lot of skill. He's physical, plays a two-way game, always competes hard. And he's a big body, which is something that we need. And we've lost uh, Samuel Atto to, to Gatineau early in the year. Daniel Mangus is a six foot five forward that went back to the U.S. And obviously, uh, our captain left us in, in December, so... You're talking about four guys that are over six foot three. That hurts us a lot because we're not overly big, and that was kind of the plan to get bigger. So uh, he's going to play today. He's going to play Wednesday and Friday again in Junior B. He should be starting with us on Saturday against Canada if everything goes well. Is that why you put him in Tier 2 with Winchester, just so that a team that didn't make the playoffs? Yeah, so we can get him early. And he's a good hockey people in Winchester, so I, I kind of 
wanted to send them there too. Uh, and again, we only have six 20-year-old cards, so I had to put one of them uh, on a D card. Uh, the unfortunate thing is that if Mahane plays, someone who's 20 has to be taken off the lineup. So, But you know what? It's it's internal competition for your, uh, our older guys, and maybe that's what they need right now. Uh, before I let you go, Marty, what about uh, against the Raiders? You guys are coming off a 4-1 victory, I believe, against them a few weeks ago. 4-0. Um, 4-0. Oh, yeah, that was the shutout with yep. Connor Hicks. Um, and Alaverdi played really well for them, and yep. uh, it was just the, the third period that you guys really came away with it. So, what do you make of today's matchup? Every time we play them, uh, they play us hard, and I've said to, uh, that to people before. This is a team that always plays CP very hard. They play us hard. They play Oxbury hard, and for whatever reason, they struggle against average teams or teams that are, are even lower than them in the standing. So, very hard to understand because we we believe that they're well coached uh, and they work hard. So, and they have good goaltending. So, honestly, I don't know why. This team is in 10th right now. I think they're better with what their record indicates. Awesome. Thanks a lot. All right. No problem. There you have it. That was Martin Dagenet right before today's game. Talking about a different, uh, a bunch of topics. Uh, one thing he mentioned in that interview was about Craig McCabe. He mentioned that he was one of the worst defensemen. When I asked him the question, what do you make of McCabe being at four today? He said he may get a few shifts on forward in the first period here and there, or even not play forward at all. But he said he'll see in this game. But in the first period... Craig McCabe has played forward for most of the first period, although he's not really used to the position because he's usually on defense a lot. But we'll see what transpires in the second period. I thought McCabe did a really good job offensively, but there were a few times in that on his shifts that he would get at the blue line. That's because he's usually a defenseman all the time. And that's okay because you every time if, when you're playing defense and you're not used to forward, that's all right if you're the junior senator's part. I mean, McCabe did a really good job battling along that board. But we'll see what Martin Dagenet decides going into the second period of play. And he mentioned he was the worst defenseman against the Hawksbury Hawks in that 7-6 shootout loss against, against Hawksbury on a, Friday, on a Friday night. And that was one of the craziest games. And later on in our second intermission, we will play you the three goals from... We'll play you the two goals, the two Vea goals. There was a no-goal call on Walsh that would have been the hat-trick for Darcy Walsh. That would have been the second of his career. But any, anyhow, we'll go to the scoring summary into some out-of-town scoreboard action. Games going on, not only in just CCHL 2-1 and also in Tier 2. To the scoring summary, Danny Pionis first as an Ottawa junior senator by Zachary Salome's 27th assist of the season and Nick Lalone, the secondary assist on a point shot from the blue line. Only one penalty each for both of these teams in, in in the first period of play. There'll be 31 seconds remaining on the Isaac Anderson goalie interference penalty right onto Solier. So after 31 seconds, they'll be able to come out to the box. To out of town scoreboard action, we're going to start things off in tier two. It is not pretty going on in Richmond. 8 1, Castleman Vikings leading over. The Richmond Royals, 33-29 are the shots on goal. Vikings score four, six unanswered goals between the first and the end of the second period of play. Lots of players to really mention. Uh, Brendan Doherty, who, who is with the who is affiliated with the Ottawa Junior Senators, play a little bit with Ottawa to start the season. He has a goal in that game. Uh, Joseph Heath, Ryan Saborn, Sebastian Plun on the on the power play and shorthanded. So there's two goals. Right along the way, Heath has a second, and also Shane Spencer. 
along that way. So it is 8-1 for the Castleman Vikings. And Castleman's going to run away with that game easily to CCHL 2-1 out of town scoreboards. Hawkesbury and Navin scoreless just underway with 11.24 left in the first. 10.55 remaining in the first. Carlton plays Cornwall Colts. Big matchup going on over there. Scoreless at Carlton plays. Cornwall taking on CP. And then the Canada Lasers leading the Canada Lasers and Pembroke Lumberkings after, well, in the first period with 12 minutes to go in the first period. But anyhow, we're going to get Diamond Dante back on the mic in, well, just about right now. And we'll talk about some of this game already against the Nepean Raiders. And you have to help out, I believe, Mac White, who's running the social media with the Nepean Raiders. Because he just recently brought a new camera, Dante. Well, he bought uh, almost the same camera as mine. Okay. Uh, it's a level below. He's got the Rebel T6, or Rebel T5, pardon me. Um, and he's got, uh, and I got the T6. So it's a similar camera. Um, so I was just helping him with some of the settings and stuff like that. Um, uh, but I was talking to Kirk Lehman, the uh, yep. scorer for today's game for the Raiders, and uh, he saw me and he says, oh, so now I know who's the real brains of the operation, Mason okay. Dietrich. <laughs> oh, that won't so apparently you're the brains of the operation, Brent. folks. If you ever want to know how the uh, ins and outs come in our broadcast, it's yeah, all Mason. Go. Dante has nothing to do with it. I got <laughs> nothing to do with it. Well, I have absolutely Kirk zipped. Well, Kirk Lehman, or well, the P announcer for also the Ottawa West Gold Knights, every time we get into a conversation and say hi, you'll say brains of the operation every single time whenever we see each other once again, even at Gold Knights games. And also head coach Steve Sundin of the Gold Knights tell me that as well at the at the well, same time too. Steve Sundin's birthday today, Mason, well, is uh, 60 years old. Now the same age as my mother. Well, happy birthday to head coach Steve Sutton, the Ottawa West Golden Knights, and on Super Bowl Sunday, too. That's why all the games in professional hockey, NHL, NBA, CCHL, have afternoon You're games watching today. The game? I'm going to watch the Super Bowl when I get home. Man, I'm going I'm I'm I'm, to watch it on my, on my laptop. I've been to a few Super Bowl parties uh, and, and a few there, but uh, let's talk about the game so far. The Ottawa Junior Senators and the Nepean Raiders shots are 15-8 to eight in favor of Ottawa after one period of play. Well, I think the Raiders really only had one good chance, and that was on a breakaway um, down yeah. the stretch. I believe it was uh, Goche in yeah. on goal. Um, he went to the forehand, and Connor Hicks just made it look easy with a block or save at the right side of his crease. But no, I think that um, that Nepean um, is having trouble to get offensive zone time. Um, as soon as they bring that puck over the Ottawa line, it's just like, they're done. Yeah. You know what I mean, Mason? They're struggling. And there's a reason why Nepean is sitting in 10th place on a five-game losing streak. And I bet Darcy Finley is probably telling his guys to get the offense going because they've been in, the, in their own zone for almost half of the period in the first. Mason, I'm not sure if you touched on this earlier. Uh, quick, uh, Just a quick stat. The junior Senators have scored first in nine of their last 11 games. Wow. They are 9-2 and two during that time, Mason. Yeah, that's been... That's been, that's been fantastic for the Ottawa Junior Senators. I mean, they scored the first goal against Hawkesbury, and then it just went downhill from, from that hockey game. Uh, to the Nepean Raiders side, for the Nepean Raiders went trailing after one period of play. Not a good record, 14-17, one and one. So usually when they're trailing after one, most of the games they, they lose to other opponents in the process. Well, my mother just texted me, Baba Dante. <laughs> okay, She's Dante. listening to the broadcast. There you go. 
and uh, she texted me and was not happy that I said her age on air. So oh. I apologize. No, she's joking. Oh, okay, I guess, okay. My, my mom's the type, let me tell you one thing. She's 60, but she doesn't look 60. She looks uh, 40, I'd say. Okay. I mean, are, are, and that's are, a and that's a compliment too. Yeah, that's a really compliment um, in that process as too, in that process as well. Well, coming into today's game, well, head-to-head matches. Look, we'll go through that with you, Dante. Uh, Ryan Horvath leading away with three goals and two assists. I think they want to look to Ryan Horvath to probably get the marker up for the Nepean Raiders. I mean, in the six games this season, this is six-one against the Ottawa Junior Senators. He's mostly scored at least every single game against the Ottawa Junior Senators. But then you look at the other side of Ottawa, there's Pierre-Luc Veillette, Owen Guy, Chouetin Blacksmith, and then Ethan Manderville. I mean, only three games with the Junior Senators against Nepean, and only one assist. But the one he had against Nepean was with the Canada Lasers. He had a big 4.9, which was earlier in the season. Yeah, Mason, uh, Ryan Horvath's a heck of a hockey player, Mason. I, he's a Stansted College graduate. Um, he's got. He's really good at school. He won the academic player of the month uh, for November. So, um, even on the ice, basically, he's a guy that Ottawa's going to have to look out for. You mentioned the three goals and two assists against the junior Senators this year. Well, one guy who's also played good against Ottawa uh, this season is Liam Soulier. Isn't that right, Mason? Yeah, Liam Soulier. I mean, despite the three losses that he had against the the three losses and the shootout, he has a 2.95 goals against Zara. It's 9.10. Save percentage, a very good save percentage against Ottawa this season. But if you look at against CP, well, I think it's much better from there at that point. So there's going to be 31 seconds remaining on Anderson's penalty for goalie interference. So the Raiders will get on the offensive attack if they can try and win this faceoff at center. So pardon me, my mom's not 60; she's 59. Just okay, wanted, so it's close. She's, now she's upset. Uh, no dinner tonight, Mason. Yeah, come on, Dante. You know better. I should know better at least, should yeah, I? Yeah, you know better. Don't get in trouble always with your family. Anyways. I always get in trouble with Mama. Okay, anyways, we're at the start of the second period at the DePean Sportsbox. Owen Guy, Nick Lalone, defensive end, Bison and Daniels to start on the penalty kill. We're still waiting for that door to get closed. And for the Raiders, it's going to be Goche below up the middle with Borjas on the right side. On the defensive side, it is Tam and Noah Rowe to start off this second period. 1-0 Ottawa after one, just about to get set for period number two. 31 seconds remaining on that Isaac Anderson goalie interference penalty. And we are underway. Malone at the right side of the neutral zone, puts it into the Raiders' corner. Now 20 seconds left to go on that Raiders' power play. Junior Senators leading the shots 15-8. Tan fans on the pass. Guy pins him up against the boards. Shot from the point by Daniels. Miss high and wide. Back to the point, Bisson. Just puts it into the corner. Five seconds left on the Anderson penalty. Back below the goal line, Belil. Long lead pass to center. Borjas, he finds a body and gets knocked into the boards by Bisson as Daniels puts it into the Raiders bench out of play with 19.25 to go in the second period. It is one nothing for the Ottawa Junior Senators. Now back to five on five. And a face-off in, er, in the Ottawa end. Off the draw. It's sent to the left point. Orban shot. Easy save, Connor Hicks with the blocker. Off the left boards to the point. Orban knocks it down, fires a shot. It's patted aside by Hicks. Near the right circle, it sits there. Bounced into the corner. Back below the goal line. 
Thomas swings it to the right side, held in with a skate by Davis Browning, a shot that was deflected almost in, but a pad saved by Hicks. Back to center, Ottawa brings it back into the wrong end. Here's Alexander up into the rush. To the right side is Evans, near the circle, puts it into the middle, out of the reach of Blacksmith. And back to center, here's Horvath. Off the right boards. Borjas near the circle, makes a quick move, spins around a check. Near the left half boards in the Ottawa end. And with possession, Evans puts it through the legs of Michel and chips it into the Raiders' end. Ottawa goes for a line change. Here's Rowe in front of his net. Rowe to center. Pass left side for Horvath. Stole the neutral zone. Picked up Vayette. Two on one. Here's Walsh. Right circle streaking in. Shot scores. Top corner. What a beautiful goal by Darcy Walsh. He makes it 2-0 Ottawa in Nepean here in the second. 18-16 remaining. Nepean turns it over at center. Walsh picks up his 18th goal of the season. And he went and he went top left shoulder right onto Solier on that breakaway. That was a great pass by Vayette after Saloum knocks it down at center. It was trickling towards that right shoulder. He was trying to try and get possession of the puck, but he right shoulders it to Vayette. And then the breakaway opportunity by Darcy Walls. He's been fantastic. He has three goals in the last two games. It's Ottawa leading 2-0 against the Pian at 18.05 left in the second Here's period. Vayette walking into the circle, makes a move to his back end. Near the bottom of the right circle, stuck in between the skates, Dempster puts it off the glass, head to center. Here's Matawashes down the left wing, puts it into the middle, near the circle, stag, backhands it on net, right into the chest of Connor Hicks as he smothers it up for a face-off in the Ottawa end to the right of him with 17.51 to go with the second. Two nothing for the junior Senators. And I mean, Darcy Walsh, he's had himself yeah. a heck of a year. Oh my goodness, he's top 20 in the league in points now. Yeah, top 20 in the league in points. I mean, there's at least six junior Senators yeah, in, the to is. in the top 20. Most of them, the five of them, are in, I believe they're in the top 10. I believe Nick Lone, I think he's almost there in towards the top 10, but still in the top 20 area. Shot by uh, Andrevik from the point glove, saved by Hicks, no traffic in front. Matawash is on the ice with Dempster and Stagg, that first line on the back end, Andrevik and Tam. Isaac Anderson takes the face off on his forehand, wings it to the left side boards and to center Lamont. Into the Raiders end. Off the boards to center, knocking it down in the neutral zone is Daniels. Daniels streaks in down the right side, just one bounces it into the Raiders end. Out of the net is Soulier to wing it off the glass. Daniels holds it in. To the right point is Bissot. One-timer shot and a save by Soulier with traffic in front, but he somehow found that puck to make the stop. 17-23 to go in the second. It is 2-0 for Ottawa over Nepean. 18-13 the shots for the junior sentence. Five shots in this period for Nepean. And just three for Nepean. Or pardon me, three for Ottawa. Back to the point is Bisson with a shot at the right side. Another nice save by Soulier. This time, Pion was in his vision, but he somehow found the puck again. Face off to the left of the Nepean end. Ottawa to change up their defensive line. Guy to take the draw against Buckley. Guy cleanly wins it to the right point. Here's Saloum trying to streak in. Puck slides off his stick on the second move. Behind the net, Tam with Alone straight in his tracks. Tam forces it to the right boards in the Raiders' end. Pinned up there, Lalone. It's dug out to the point. 
Grant fires a shot, club side miss wide. Off the end board, Saloum keeps it in. Into the corner, half boards, P.O. Smitsu puts it to center. Here's a streaky Buckley down the left wing side. Donovan is shot, it's stopped in front by Hicks. Now Smitsu, back below the goal line, James Buckley. Cutting into the circle and cleared out of harm's way by Saloum and out to center, P.O. In over the Raiders line, P.O. with a shot. Off the end bars, deflected in front and wide. Browning blows a tire, gets it to center off the stick of Smitsu. Now into the neutral zone, Thomas back over the Raiders line, it's offside on Ottawa. 16.20 to go in the second. Two nothing, junior Senators. And if Bayette gets that goal on the, on the, if Bayette gets the assist, he extends his point streak to nine straight games, and that is the case by Pierre-Luc Veillette and Zachary Saloon, who picks up his second assist of the hockey game. Seven goals, six assists in the nine-game point streak for Pierre-Luc Veillette. Back to center, Borjas in over the Ottawa line and taking it away in front of the goaltender, Blacksmith. He'll spin to center. Vanderbilt from the neutral zone, fires it into the corner. Left corner, Blacksmith tried to take it with one hand, missed the puck. Now fired to the left side of the Raiders' end, near the right half boards. Now to Manderville, looking for the point, nobody there. Here comes Depean the other way, off the boards, stopping it from going into the hands of Belil was Thomas, who then quickly dumps it into the Raiders' end. It slowly stops below the goal line to avoid the icing. Borjas off the end boards and into the neutral zone. Cross-ice pass to the right side, taking it in, Mueller to the right circle. He fires a low shot, pad saved by Hicks. Off his stick and into the corner. Borjas pinned up against the boards with 15.30 to go in the second. Behind the net, Alexander digs it up. Taken down by Borjas. Thomas digs it up, backhands it to his half boards and bounced to center on a backhander by Walsh. Balil in front of his bull line regroups on a line change for the Raiders. 15-15 to go in the second. 2-0 junior Senators. Right side is Walsh. Chopped to center by Horvath. Puck battle near the right side of the neutral zone. Thomas puts it into the corner again. Michel. Turns it over below the goal line. Viet centered in front, they score. What a beautiful goal by that Ottawa second line. It is Bullris on the doorstep, getting the goal assisted by Fayette, who picks up the puck turned over below the goal line in the Nepean right corner, and Ottawa makes no mistake with Bullris potted it in top corner. 3-0 junior Senators in the second, 15 minutes to go. Bullris has not scored a goal in a long time for yeah. the junior Senators. And this must feel good, I believe his last goal came I believe in November or October if I'm not mistaken I'll have to take a look at that but that was really a good play by Vayette again another turnover by the Nepean Raiders in that corner centering it was Vayette on the corner and a nice beautiful finish by Bullowis nobody was picking him up in front of the threes Ottawa with a 3-0 lead here's Bullowis in his own end and Bullowis is a defensive centerman yeah Walsh into the corner again. Big hit by Walsh in the Raiders' right corner. Near the half boards, off the glass, in the air, over the head of Daniels. He'll chase it into the junior Senators' end. It is icing. 14 13 to go in the second. Face off in the Raiders' end. 3 0 Ottawa. The goal's coming from Pion. And now from Bolris. And I believe that second goal from Walsh. Bolores has not scored since October 26th wow. against the Cornwall Colts. And he was on a 
I believe a five game point streak. Yeah, one, two, three, seven game point streak in the seven games in October between the end of October and then November. That's a nice moment for Bowlers to get seven goals on the season. Back to the right side of the Raiders and into the corner, McCabe puts it into the left corner, knocked down to the ice, Lamont, taking hard off the puck. And it's just deflected, one around to the right side. Ottawa still gets it back, Saloon fires a shot, it's off a body and over the uh, Raiders glass to our right out of play. 13.46 now left in the second. 3-0 Ottawa to face off at the Raiders end. It's gonna be that fourth line. Isaac Anderson against Dempster. Dempster takes the draw and wins it back to Andrevik behind the net. Stag flips it in the air to center. Glove down in the neutral zone by Saloum, who chips it off the right half boards and into the Raiders' corner. Andrevik for the Raiders, first to the puck. Behind the net, quickly turned over. Tam gets it back. Tam to center. Brandt, one-timer shot into the glove of Soulier, who plays it aside on a junior senator's line change. Donovan in his own end. And what's this? They're calling the faceoff down the ice as it was touched up by Nepean. Dante, I was in the middle of tweeting, so I have no idea what just happened on that play. But a faceoff coming to the Ottawa, and it might have been a hand pass or an offside, I'm not sure. It was sure. not offside. Okay, then it was probably a hand pass maybe or a high stick. To the slot is Palil with a shot, it's blocked. Alexander flips it and knows a high stick. Here's Bor or Boras walking into the slot. Forced into the corner, big hit by Alexander, but he got the worst end of it as he went down onto his backside. Now another big hit as Goche gives it back to Alexander. Back to center, junior senators put it into the Raiders' end. And it's touched up by the goaltender, Sulier, and it's an Ottawa junior senators power play. Must have been checking from behind or boarding in that near corner. It's interference on Bor, uh, it's interference on Oliver Goche that happened in that corner with a hit along the boards by Nick Lalone, and Nick Lalone was trying to get up to the rush towards the blue light, but was interviewed by a bit. And it all started with Alexander laying the body on Borjas in the corner, and Nepean retaliating, and that can't happen if yeah. you're the Raiders. You're down three nothing, and you take a penalty, and it's Ottawa's number one power play in the league. And the frustration is boiling now for the Nepean Raiders. It's ain't been not rolling. Evans from the slot, that one's blocked, and cleared down the ice by Horvath chasing it into the Raider or into the junior senator's end to no. Hicks get it out of harm's way out of his net. Here's Saloon to regroup in the Ottawa end. Through center Vayette to the right side Bolris. Chips it in front of the net as it rolls into the Raiders' right corner. Behind the net. Vayette picks it up. Near the circle. Back to the point. Saloon unloads. And a nice save. They score. No, they're waving no. it off. Goalie had it first. That's why the whistle blows. Solier covered it up. But Evans got that puck to the crease. Automatically, that call was going to be made. That's a no-goal call. That's a good call from the refs. Whistle was blown before Ottawa put the puck in the net. Soulier was covering that puck up. And Ottawa somehow just deflected it in after he, I guess, had it under his glove. I don't know. They, they might have pushed it in. Here, the right circle alone. Gets it back to the point. Ottawa stole the power play. 122 of their man advantage. 12-10 to go in the second. 3-0 Junior sends over the Raiders. Right circle, Blacksmith walking in, gets around Dempster. 
Fires it to the point, nobody there. It's past Thomas to center. Martin not happy with his arms crossed on the uh, junior senator's bench. Ottawa looking to snap that two game losing streak. Here's Guy to the left circle. Blacksmith streaking into the circle, a shot for the left side. And a save is made by Soulier at the right side of his post as he holds on. 54 seconds to go on that Raiders penalty. The Ottawa power play with 11.45 to go in the second. It is 3-0 Ottawa. Bolrus will take the draw against Nome to the right side of Soulier. Bayette waiting for him is offhand at the point. Tied up in the circle and run out down the middle of the ice. Uh, Bryce Michel into the Ottawa end, played aside by Hicks. Ottawa to regroup, 40 seconds to go on their man advantage. Here's Vayette to lead the rush from behind the net. Vayette to center. Striking down the left wing side, cuts around Michel, walking in below the goal line. Chips it away from harm's way. It goes near the half boards. Nepean can't clear it out. It's stuck near the point, a bouncing puck. Brolis keeps it in. And cleared out by Tam from the corner of the Raiders end. Saloon, 20 seconds left on the Ottawa power play. Fayette slowly makes his way into the attacking zone for Bolris and has chipped off his stick to center. 10 seconds left on the power play. 11 minutes to go in the second, 3-0 Junior Sense. Through the middle and just held in over the line. Saloon, one-timer shot deflected on the line and a beautiful save by Soulier. And cleared down the middle of the ice. It was now five on five. It's icing on the pin. Yeah, right after that pass by Walsh, which we thought I was going to go into the junior, junior, senator. junior senator's bench. It was a cross-ice pass by Walsh. This was a very good entering the zone by Ottawa. Once they get that puck back towards that blue, and they just reset immediately. Although despite the power plays coming to an end, they just have a lot of depth in that position of forward. Walsh was able to chip it in. They will get it at the right point. Saloon wires a shot from that point. It took a couple of deflections in front. It was laying down towards the crease. Finn Evans wasn't able to finish it right on that play. It was a really good shot by Saloon. He was looking definitely for a deflection. And Bullers was sitting towards the crease looking for a tip. Daniels at the point. Rister saved by Soulier with traffic. Still five on five. Three nothing junior Senators. 26 to 16, the shots for Ottawa here in the second period with 10-16 to go face off to the right of the Raiders goaltender Sulier. 11-8 are the shots on goal in the second period, almost at the halfway point in this second period, 10-16 remaining. 11-8 in the second period for Ottawa. Daniels, slap shot from the point, low and wide, off the end boards. And to center, Buckley, two on one, on the bounce, Buckley, circle, shot, pad save, rebound, and a save by Connor Hicks. Flying into the net was McCabe to stop the second man who was in on the back door. Yeah, Hicks made that first shot, but the Raiders didn't shoot it towards the goal. McCabe was back towards playing defense, trying to get that puck out of the crease, and he was able to do so on that play. Good bounce back performance from McCabe. Martin Dajna, head coach of the Ottawa Junior Sens, as Nepean ices the puck on yeah. a long lead pass. Said he was the worst defender in that hockey game on Friday. Um, Darcy Finley wants a word with the referee because they thought the Junior Senators tipped that before it hit the red line. Darcy, Darcy Finley and Peter House not happy at all. The frustration continues for the Nepean Raiders. Well, back to the point about Craig McKay. Martin Dajna told us in an interview he he was our worst defenseman against Hawkesbury. Midpoint is Alexander. Is That's a blocker save on Sulia. There was traffic in front of him. It took a deflection off a of body, but it's over the glass out of play. 
And it looks like another face-off for the Raiders end. Ottawa's had possession. And Mason, if we had time on attack statistics in this league, yeah, boy, I, I think the Ottawa would be leading by a mile. Uh, yeah, they've been dominating the Raiders since the first period of play. The Pina's just, they've only got two rushes in this hockey game. There's a breakaway by Goche, then a two-on-one, and almost a rebound goal by the Raiders, but the defense able to come back for Ottawa. That's why Connor Hicks had trouble up. Rebound control, he gave up a lot of rebounds against Hawkesbury on Friday night. Borjas in his own end. Trying to get around Guy. Gets it out of harm's way, a pass up the middle to the tape of Goche. Goche knocked off the puck. Blowing a tire in front of the net was Alexander. He gets up, puts it off the half boards. Lalone, now Guy in front of the net, off the skate of Thomas. Ottawa regroups in their own end. They slide it up the left boards and into the neutral zone for Guy. He cuts to the middle, looking to get around Belil, and he's just hooked on the puck, off the left glass, and held it at the line. P.O. Now to the right circle is Guy. Guy near the half boards. Skating his way to the point. Left point, Thomas, shot, blocked in front. Loose, Goche has it for Napier, and they get it to center. Right side, Borjas. Off the boards and into the Ottawa zone. Full line change. Long lead pass to Evans. Evans through the middle looking for Manderville. He's pushed into the boards of the neutral zone. And he gets rid of it behind the Raiders net. Turned over in the corner again. Here's Blacksmith. Wrapping it around near the bottom of the circle. Puts it to the point. Saloom. Cross point. Brandt. Back to the right point. Saloom. One-timer shot. Blocked in front. A little bit of a weak shot there. Back into the corner, Blacksmith. Skated his way near the left half wall. And now to the point, goalie to the bench, six on five, must be a delay penalty on the PN, and it's touched up by Stag. And it's a junior Senator's power play. Oh, the Raiders' frustration continued, and I believe there might be an unsportsmanlike conduct on the way, I'm not too sure yet. It is, yep, and it's gonna be an unsportsmanlike conduct on Noro, he said oh. something back to the referee. Frustration continues for the Nepean Raiders, and that means a four-minute power play coming for the Ottawa Junior Senators along the way. And Darcy Finley at the bench, he's not happy right now with this guy. The Raiders are just sitting there. They're just out of this hockey game right now. Face off to the right of Soulier. 7.49 to go in the second, 3-0, and Mason, it's a four-minute. I told you, Dante, I was telling you just moments ago, it's a four-minute penalty on Sportsman like an interference. I think you may need to have ears because you, you weren't paying attention to the four minute. I'm no, I'm just saying that I'm surprised that it's a four minute mission. Yeah, I, I just said that right now. Over the Raiders glass, a shot from Viet deflected over the glass out of play. Like once you finished talking, I said, Rose gonna get a penalty for interference and then I saw the tee up from the referee. That's why I, I witnessed immediately it was a four minute penalty for the junior senators. And I told, and I told you about this, the Raiders bench are absolutely frustrated right now. They're all sitting, they're out of this hockey game. It's just, the Raiders just need to get something going right now. And backhanded into the Ottawa zone. 17-15 to go with a second, three nothing. For the Ottawa Junior Senators. Vayette over the line, takes a knee on knee hit. Now it's to the left hash mark. Shot by Evans and a save by Soulier. Very good play by Vayette. He was trying to go around for Nepean Raiders guys, a little dang, had some dangles along that along that blue line, but he was tripped up at the line. But that was because the Raiders were trying to get that puck out of the zone from that blue line. A very good play by Finn Evans. He had Bullerus across, 
but he did a smart play to take the shot because Bullris was covered to the crease. Blacksmith at the point, right circle, Blacksmith, cross, circle, out of the point again, midpoint, Thomas, shot, deflected, and Ottawa scores! It's tipped in in front by Owen Guy. And the junior Senators now lead 4-0. Uh -oh. A power Aliverdi, play goal. Verdi at the Raiders bench is going to get his stick. We may see a goaltending change on the way with 6.49 remaining in the second period. There's going to be two minutes remaining on the junior Senators power play. And there's Aliverdi getting his mask on. Solier's night comes to an end. And this was a play. Great cycle work by Ottawa on this power play. It goes back to the point. Thomas was trying to get a weak shot to the net. It was deflected by Owen Guy off the bouncing puck and right into the goal. 29 shots in total for the junior Senators in his hockey game. And we're going to see Aliverdi for the rest of the hockey game throughout the way. It's 4-0 Ottawa. Oh, my goodness. Sulier is not happy at all. He slammed the door to the bench. And a goaltender's worst nightmare is being pulled, Mason. Right, if you're, it's embarrassing. Yeah, this is embarrassing right now for the Nepean Raiders. Well, I mean, you feel embarrassed as a goaltender yeah, when you get pulled. Yeah, even embarrassed as a goaltender when you get pulled because he, he wants to do well for his hockey team to try and get them the victory tonight, but that was really not the case for Solier. 1.30 to go on the Ottawa power play. It was a four-minute, and now Blacksmith streaking into the circle. Backhander and... Aliverdi the save with the pad, and he's played some good hockey over the last five games. Yeah. I spoke to him earlier, and he says he's playing good hockey, but not getting the Ws, and coming in for Soulier gets tested early. Yeah, gets his, get tested very early on that breakaway by Bullois, and again, with poor defensive coverage by the Nepean Raiders once again. They're just letting the junior Senators fly into the Raiders' end. Saloum to the right point, now Vayette back to the midpoint, Saloum. Gets it back to Vayette, walking in near the hash mark, sends it into the middle. Evans tries to get it to Walsh at the circle, off escape, and now Walsh with it. Near the ringette line, to the point, Saloon. One shot, second shot deflected wide. Into the corner, below the goal line of the Raiders end. Ottawa on the power play, 55 seconds left on their man advantage. Walsh, back across, Fayette looking for his 32nd, comes back in front to wrap it around, and Aliverdi makes the save. He could be a big factor going in, going forward, Dante, for Kyle Aliverdi. I mean, despite being his final year as a Nepean Raider, a very good play by Vayette below the goal, and he was trying to tuck it in glove side, but Aliverdi says, I don't think so. He puts the glove down. He had to dive across to make the stop. Yeah, he's a 20-year-old goaltender from Newfoundland, and Mason, we had him on Inside the CCHL podcast, and he said Vayette's one of the most dangerous players in the league. As the Raiders dump the puck into the Ottawa end. 38 seconds to go in the junior Senators power play. The second power play on that double minor to row, unsportsmanlike. And roughing into the junior center or into the Raiders corner. Yeah, unsportsmanlike and interference on Noah Rowe. Interference, part of me. Back to center is Daniels. As it was dumped out by Nepean. Five minutes to go in the second. Back into the middle, Manorville, into the attacking zone. Sends it to the point, out of the middle of the point. Daniels, back to the left point, Bisson. Switches sides, fakes the shot, gets it a, to the outside for McCabe. McCabe walks in. Below the goal line, Pion. Daniels, one-timer shot, left circle, steered aside by Aliverdi. Back to five on five, Ottawa leading four nothing. 
Back below the goal line, Manderville, that big six foot five body, cuts into the circle, making his way to the point for room, into the middle, shot, deflected, rebound, Daniels scores! Devin Daniels on the rebound after Manderville picked up the puck behind the net, and now we got pushing and shoving with McCabe, getting into it after the goal. With Corey Tam, the Raiders captain, more frustration, it's five nothing Ottawa in the second with 4.32 remaining. Again, defensive coverage not there for the Nepean Raiders, and I believe we're gonna offsetting. get we're gonna get offsetting penalties off that fifth goal for the Ottawa Junior Senators. Corey Tam's gonna join McCabe in the fray after a this was a good shot by Manderville from that point. He was trying to look for a deflection right in front, and then the finish was on towards that crease, and Ottawa just blowing away in his hockey game. And, and Dante, on the road this season, they have more goals on the road than at home on the year in total. Off the end boards and to the point. Back below the goal line is Stegg. Centered in front, shot, what a club save by Hicks. Smitsu got robbed in the slot. Now a shot from the point off the side of the net. Smitsu, back below the goal line. Dempster can't get a hold of it. It slides to the left half boards. Ottawa trying to chop it out, they can. It's into the left corner. Alexander rings it to the right corner. Now to the point. Shot by Browning, club saved by Hicks. And Moore pushing and shoving yeah. the little boy, or the little man, pardon me, Schmitz, you're going straight towards the net. And Cutter Hicks, six foot five goaltender, just looks straight down on him. And now 3.30 to go, or 3.50 to go with the second. Shots 36 to wow. 19 for Ottawa. Yeah, and total in the period, 21 to 10 in favor oh. of the Ottawa Junior Senators. My goodness, what a period for Ottawa. Roller holds it in at the point. Shot deflected wide on the open net by Horvath. Into the corner, Guy. Thomas behind the net. Knocked down to the ice by Denome. Back below the goal line, Buckley looking for room at the half boards. Gets knocked into the boards. Guy picks it up behind him and skates with speed to center. Guy slowly chips it in front of the net and played aside by the goaltender. Rung around off the boards, held in by Saloum. Fakes the shot, now takes it. Shot, rebound, open net, scores! Danny Peel, second of the game, and it's 6-0 Ottawa with 13.30 to go in the second. Right after the goal, the Raiders dump the puck down the ice with frustration. Yeah, frustration going to the Nepean Raiders bench. This was a good shot by Saloum on that right point. It was stopped by Alaverdi, but he can't really do much on that rebound. And this is two times right now that the Raiders have allowed rebound goals. Pion gets his second goal as a junior senator and his second goal tonight. And this game, well, and this game is in the waters right now for Ottawa. It's, have, it's, it's over from here. They're up by six. I don't know if Nepean is going to get some gas remaining in this third period. I'm not sure. Into the corner, Bolris in front to an open Vayet. Shot off the crossbar. My, what a shot. My goodness. Slap shot. Nepean struggling in this hockey game. Borjas through the middle. Down the other way. Nepean can't handle the puck. Ottawa the other way. They picked it up. Walsh, top of the circle. Walking in. Across. Missing Bisson, who's up in the rush. Everybody wants to get into scoring action. Yeah, every, yeah, and every time Ottawa was, yeah, I was about to tweet the fourth goal. I mean, excuse me, the fifth goal until the goal happened from Ottawa. I'm about to wait till intermission. Well, you can tweet the two if you'd like. Back to Might center, well. Goche into the middle, Balil to the right circle. Borjas shot, easy glove save, Connor Hicks. 2.22 to go in the second. And we heard a horn, but I'm sure that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't it's really, doesn't really mean anything. It was, it's just about um, 
Oh, not well. The buzzer means that the both guys are out of the box after the offsetting miners are done. Ace off to the left of Hicks. Manderville takes the draw against Dempster. It's tied up near the right circle. And into the corner, Donovan taken down by Brent. Pinned up against the boards. That's a penalty on Bailey Brent. And now pushing and shoving. Brent's not going to take exception. We'll see who this goes to. It's going to be on Ottawa. Raiders power play coming after Brent got into it with Donovan in the corner. And the Raiders fans here at the Steve Eisenman Arena getting into it. Ottawa leading to PN 6-0 in the second period. 38-20 to the shots in favor of Ottawa. 2.13 remaining. The penalty to Bailey Brent for two minutes. Face off to the left of Hicks. Ottawa quickly wins the face off. Saloum tries to fire it out with a slap shot. He can't. It's off the glass. And a high puck into the neutral zone. Bounce it into the Raiders and they regroup. What's this? There's pushing and shoving in the Ottawa end and the puck is in the Raiders end. They don't know where the puck is. That's what the issue was. They had, they had no idea that the puck was in the Raiders end. And from the junior Senators' bull line, Thomas puts it into the Raiders end, but Alaverde got stripped of the puck behind the net by Manderville. Manderville centers it across. Shot on, blocker save Alaverde. A shot from Evans. And Ottawa, the penalty kill, had more chances than the Pian. Here's Davis Browning to center. The defenseman pinches up into the rush, chips it into the corner, but it was stopped in front of him by Saloum. Now back below the goal line. Stag to the point. Browning, left circle. His shot misses wide off the end boards. It slides to the point. Stag holds it in. Sends it into the middle. And Browning can't handle it. Here's Peel the other way. Into the middle. Peel shot on. And over the glass and out of play. And Mason, you can really see that Nepean's given up. Yeah. They're letting guys walk in. Look yeah. at Peel. There was three guys in front of him, and he had a clear shot. How's that, that even really, possible? That really signals for the Raiders that they're not in this game anymore. Ever since the third goal happened, Nepean just gave up at this point from their own end. One minute four to and go. I don't know what Darcy has to really say about that as much. But this has been an embarrassing period for the Nepean Raiders overall. And this power play for Nepean, that's been the story all year. See, look at that. That was at the circle. And Oliverity had to come out to play that puck as Orban just stopped skating for it. This is the story of the season. They're not capitalizing on power plays. They had the second least amount of penalty minutes and even the least amount of penalty minutes to start the season. And then you look at the second half, you wonder why the Raiders are struggling to get goals because they're not pressuring enough. Long ice shot, glove save Alaverde. That was a shot by Daniels from behind the Raiders net, or behind the Ottawa net. 20 seconds to go in the second. Six nothing for Ottawa. Here the circle, Horvath puts it behind the net. Denome knocked into the boards and now we got pushing and shoving and it's another penalty. This should be on Ottawa. It is going to be cross checking on Craig McCabe after he cross-checked the back of the, on the back of Graham DeNome. And listen to these shots in the second period. 26 for 12 in favoring for the Ottawa Junior Senators. And don't forget, most of these goals are coming, well, one of them came on the power play tonight. Most of the goals are coming on five on five. Face off to the right of Connor Hicks. Bolvers cleanly wins it behind the net. Fired around the boards, five seconds left. Anderson chips it to center, he'll chase, and that will do it for the end of the second. 
Not a very good second period for the Nepean Raiders. They allow five unanswered goals in the second. Junior Senators leading 6-0. After two periods, shots 41 for Ottawa, 20 for Nepean. 26-12 in the second period, Dante. Outstanding wow. for Ottawa in this game. And they still have a minute 53 remaining on that PK. Well, all I just got to say about this, Dante, the only reason Ottawa's up 6-0 is because offensive pressure into the Nepean Raiders, and that's one thing to describe this game, is they're playing four lines, they're playing really good offense well, in their you, end. Well, you, you, I mean, here's a, just a prime example of the fact that they're using everybody. Yeah. Is the fact that they played Craig McCabe on that power play as a forward. Yeah. Three defensemen, two forwards on the power play. Martez just throwing guys, okay, get some ice time. Yeah, you might as well get some ice time. And I believe in the third period, ex expect to see a lot of Lamont on the ice. Lamont on the ice with the Enburn Panthers call. If you look at the game against the Pembroke Lumber case, Matthew McGuire was in that game as a third defenseman. Martin Dagenet decided to roll everybody. So McGuire got a bunch of got a bunch of playing time in, in the process. And we could see it with Jacob Lamont going in forward towards that third period of play. I mean this is out of the gates right now for the PN at this moment. And I wouldn't be surprised if they give Lamont some opportunities PK wise yeah. and power play wise because uh, Martin Dagenet says he likes him as maybe a fourth liner next year as an 18 year old. Um, I'm trying to search his job because they had a signee because Martin Dagenet told told us that they had a six four guy body coming to Ottawa but instead went to the US instead. And they had a guy that went to the QMJHL instead yeah, as well. Yeah and one guy to the QM JHL. I mean, I'm gonna look at some of the, uh, some of those right now, and to some of those. So one of them is here with Francis Boisvert because of the signing that that they made throughout. Um, that the signing that they made as, um, during the second intermission. We're gonna have David Lawrence. So I'll probably step aside and take a break for this one. But we have a lot going on in the second period of play. Uh, Samuel ha Hadu was supposed to be the one coming to the Junior Senators, but decided to go to the U.S. He did not join. USHL. Yeah, to the USHL. And then he got Stevenson, who went to the Windsor, to the Windsor Spitfires, rec Windsor Spitfires recently. Lucas Wawel, now he's in with the Navigrats right now. Joe Alexander, for an example. John Kuhl, too. So uh, Martin Nagenet did a really good job developing these players. Most of the guys that they picked up have been mostly traded. And another one, Gabriel Moran committed to OJS. He's been having a tough season because of injury. And with that, we will set it to a highlight package from Friday night. It was the junior Senators coming back against the Hawksbury Hawks. Obviously a better performance here today. It is 6-0 Ottawa after two periods. Have a listen to this highlight. Ottawa's comeback against Hawksbury down three goals in the third period. Gets it for Bolaris. Bolaris. Gets around one, gets to the slot, save, rebound, they score, and they're waving it off. Whoa, no goal. It's a goal for Darcy Lawrence. That would have been the hat trick. Uh oh, there's Martin. Here we go. Oh, here we go again. This has been going on all night for the Ottawa Junior Senators. But Bullers will get it to the corner once again. Wall sends it in front. Bayette shot. He scores! Pierre Luc Bayette! They're within one, six, five, Hawksbury. 30th goal of the year for Vea. What a snipe bar down from the slot. And Ottawa is within one with 333 remaining. What a beautiful shot by Vea. 
Under two minutes to go in the third. Lalone waiting. Shot. Snot to stick. In front. Be it. He scores. Do you believe it? It's Pierre-Luc Mayet, second of the night, and Rick Dormel wants a call. It's 6-6. They have come back down 6-3 in the third to tie it up at six. Oh my goodness, what a goal, Fayette. Oh, it starts off at the point, left point. Nick Colon breaks his stick on the one-timer, it comes loose. Finn Evans just throws it on net, it comes loose to the crease, left side. I thought Patizian got a chance on that one. He dove across his net, and Fayette just threw it into the back of the twine to tie the game 6-6 with 1.50 remaining. Oh my goodness, Mason, we talked about it at the start of the period that Ottawa knows how to come back in hockey games yeah. and they did exactly that. Well, there you have it. That was my highlight package, I would say, on the well, on the calls from down 6-3. They had the no-goal call, then Vayet scored twice. He had a big performance, two goals, and two assists in the hockey game, 6-0 going in towards the third period. Uh, Diamond Dodge is actually going to step aside and uh, go talk with some people. Myself, Mason Dietrich, and we're alongside with our special guest on the Junior Senators Broadcast Network is David Lawrence, who two years ago worked with the Metcalf Jets and then with with us a little bit with the Ottawa West Gold Knights and went to game one of that series between Castleman and the Ottawa West Gold Knights. That's a good time. Yeah, that was a really good time. And then back with the Independent Raiders. So, David Lawrence, welcome along to this broadcast. Oh, thanks a lot. Good to have me. Uh, <laughs> not a uh, not a great night here for, nope. the, for the Raiders, is it? Well, we're going to go through the scoring summary of this hockey game. Uh, you can count so many points from many of these teams. Um, we'll talk about some depth players along the way for the Ottawa Junior Senators, and we'll go on to the Raiders side. What's been the big issue this season throughout the whole year? First half was great, and then the second half has just been downhill ever since. We're going to start things off by Walsh with the goal by Vayet and Zachary Saloum at the 144 mark of the second period. I made it 2-0. Bolaris, listen to this. He has not scored since October 26th against the Cornwall Colts. Most of his points in those games since October 26th have been assists, assisted by Vayette and Walsh. 13-11 mark, Owen Guy gets it on the power play by Thomas' shot for the point, and then Nick Lalone's 26 assists. Devin Daniels picking up the rebound goal off Manderville's point shot by Adrian Biso at the 15-28 mark. And then with a minute 20 after, Danny Pion, his second goal, of the hockey game is second as an Ottawa Junior Senator by Owen Guy and Zachary Sulum. And that's where we stand, 6-0 to score. 26-12 of the shots on goal in this hockey game. We're not even, and we're at the halfway point, but we, we're not even past 20 minutes in this third period. Yeah, there's still a period to play. Oh, it's, um, I don't, I don't, I really don't know how this is gonna go. This, <laughs> this could be absolutely nuts. I mean, six goals, five goals in that period the Raiders they've been struggling with net front coverage all season long and you can get away with it against a team like Brockville or, or you know Navin or, but you cannot get away with it against these junior senators and they've just been caught out a number of times where guys were standing completely alone and popped the puck into a wide open cage yeah, I don't know what to really say about the Nepean Raiders season you look at the first half of the season, I mean, the Raiders were excellent. They were in that playoff spot, and then when you go back, when you went to the break, you were at least ninth or tenth place out of a playoff spot. 
Now it's at that game against the Smith Falls Bears. They had that big win, and they had four games under schedule coming. But ever since they played the junior Senators, they lost 4-0 in that hockey game, then 3-0 to the Hawkesbury Hawks. They didn't score any goals in the last couple of games. Look at Sunday against the Pembroke Lumberkings. 4-1 loss while the Raiders outshot the Pembroke Lumberkings by like a margin of like 42-35 in the hockey game because their Darren McTavish was excellent in that hockey game. And then you look at Wednesday night, because I was at that game against the Cornwall Colts. Up 3-0 going into the third. If you're the Nepean Raiders, you have to win that hockey game no matter what. And Ian McKinnis, the head coach of the Cornwall Colts, took advantage after the first goal, then the second goal within the first 10 minutes. And then they had lots of time to score that final goal they were able to on the six on five. And then you're losing to a team that is 11th in the standings in the Kempfield 73s. And now the Penis pretty much are gonna lose their sixth game after this. Well, you know what? It's it's a season to forget for this Nepean Raiders team and, and, and it's it just went downhill after a they, they, they went on they went on the massive yeah. nine game losing streak around November December and that just put them so far back and made it so hard to recover that there was no way that they were going to get themselves back it was a it was it was a dream if, if, if they could have done oh, yeah. it but it's it's a really disappointing season they, they they've, and they've got a bit of talent on this team you know and it's it's unfortunate to see that that talent's not showing through so far. Yeah, it's 16-28. Two overtime losses, four shootout losses for a total of 38 points. And they're down 10 points to the Pembroke Lumberkings. And after this, well, they're going to have 11 games under schedule. And at this point, the Pean Raiders are going to be in big trouble with 11 games left after this game. They have to start winning from this point on after this game until the end of the season. Well, if they win out, they get 60 points, and the Rockland Nationals, who are eighth, are on pace for 63 points. So they will need the biggest miracle in this league's yeah. history if they want to, if they're able to get themselves into the playoffs. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, last year, Kevin Grew scored the overtime winner. He's the assistant coach of the Ottawa West Gold Knights and got them into the playoff with a loss as Cumberland lost the Gloucester Rangers to get the Raiders into the playoffs. And they did win one game against Carlton Place, which was a very impressive game. But uh, we'll talk. Let's talk about this game. In the first period, was all Ottawa, but it, they just scored one goal on that opportunity. The Raiders had only a breakaway. Yeah. In, um, in this it, hockey game, it's it's been like that all year. the The problem with the Raiders is that their passing just goes off. They yeah. they get a couple good sequences with about two or three good passes, and then the final pass at the most crucial moment will go awry and all of a sudden they won't be able to get a scoring chance. We, it's been a trend that's happened just all season long and it happened in that first period and while well, there wasn't much offensive opportunity in that second period. so I mean, it, lots of scoring chances by the Ottawa Junior Senators in the second period. Five straight goals. I mean, after the third goal, I would say, I'm just saying this right now, the Raiders just gave up. They're sitting on the bench. Darcy Finley is thinking, what's going on with this Raiders team? And then you, and then they allowed the fourth goal, goaltending change. But the Aliverdi's two goals, Aliverdi's two goals that they allowed, that they allowed, rebound goals. It's not his fault at all, to be honest with you. There's, there's nothing you can do. 
And I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing that Soulier could have done on any of those plays. If you don't get any net front coverage, you can't expect yeah. him to, 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 to save your life like that again and again and again. And that's the burden that they've put on their goaltenders this season, and it's killing them. And it's the reason that they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, Soulier, well, he's going to have at least two more years after this year because he came in in October because they had Alaverde and Matthew Chin to start the season. I mean, that didn't really work out for the Raiders. I mean, starting goaltender for Alaverde. They had to bring in a guy like Solier that can really play a lot of minutes and try and steal games for the Raiders team. But here's the thing. They haven't been able to steal, victor to steal victories against other teams. Yeah, and, and, and that's been the problem. They've been in one goal games, two goal games. They've been very, very close uh, for for a number of those nights and especially in that 10 game or that nine game losing streak they had a number of those games in overtime a number of those games being decided by a late goal um, and that's been the difference they just haven't been able to get themselves over the line at the crucial points and that's one of the reasons that they sit 10th in the cchl and need a miracle to get themselves yeah. into a playoffs. I mean, that's where we're basically saying the whole thing. But we got some news from the, the P.N. Raiders side. Silas Matawashis uh, left today's game with personal reasons, so he will not return for the rest of the hockey game. And that's, I don't know what, I mean, at this point, I don't know what to really say with Matawashis leaving the game because that's one of your top-end players for the, the P.N. Raiders since coming on the scene. Yeah. I'm not sure why Matt Washington signed a leave for personal reasons. That's bizarre. <laughs> I mean, I've never, ever heard of that. No. Like, I've never heard of a player leaving a game uh, in, in the middle, in, just in the middle like that. That's completely bizarre. I mean, I know, I understand that it's disheartening to play for this Raiders team, but, man, that's, uh, that's, that's bizarre. I haven't heard that one. That's a new one. Yeah, that's a... That game completely new to me once I yep. got the broken news on as we're at 2.10 left going into the third third period. As David, we want to thank you for yep. joining thank in you. for the second intermission show. We'll let you go back up and call the rest of the game on CKDJ. Good to be here. You guys are having a fun <laughs> afternoon, aren't you? Yeah, having <laughs> a fun one. Thanks, David. Thanks a lot. Well, then we bring back Diamond Dante to the broadcast booth as we're almost set. Nice to have David back uh, back at the booth, isn't it, Mason? Yeah, nice to have David Lawrence back. Well, going back, well, Claire, uh, excuse me. The Metcalf Jets. Metcalf Jets broadcaster two years ago. Castleman versus Ottawa West in game one. That was a fun time. No, it's been a while since I've talked to him on a in a broadcast uh, since two years ago in in Castleman. But we see Alaverde, he's just, he's waiting to get this third period underway. And at this point in this third period, the Raiders just want to go home, but they have got to play 20 minutes. And I bet Darcy Finley had to say something in that third period before the third period starts for the Nepean Raiders. I think they're just going to say, you got to play your game. Finish 20 minutes. That's it. Well, Mason, let's let's just be quite honest. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in that uh, dressing yeah, room. Yeah, you wouldn't. Oh, man. Yeah. And we know how bad Mad Martin gets upset when, when games like this happen. Yeah. Well. Um, I, I believe Ottawa's only been absolutely destroyed in a hockey game once. That's it. Well, that well, was twice. Against, twice against Hawkesbury and, and, and Carlton Plays. That's very obvious because you look at Hawkesbury, I think they're going to take third place because of the game gap that they have between the, the the four teams that are chasing down the third place spot. And then obviously CP. Well, let me just say the first game against CP, 
Martin Dagenet said that was a learning experience from the guys, and now they're getting used to it. We'll get to see them. We'll maybe face CP in the Fred Page Cup, or even maybe the Bulgar Cup Final. Yeah, Mason, I mean, at, at this point, I think Canada's an opportunity. Hawkesbury has an opportunity, especially yep. the way they played Ottawa on Friday. But, Mason, regular season doesn't matter. Playoff is yep. a whole new animal. So, Ottawa's just... They've already clinched already. They're just, they have to play out the rest of the... 83 points. They have 83 points. They've clinched like last month, like the start of the month. So there's going to be a minute 53 left on the McCabe penalty as face-off underway for the third. Raiders go on the power play. Diamond Dante with the call of the third period. Into the corner from Bisson. Behind the Raiders net is Davis Browning. To start off this Raiders power play here in the start of this third. Off the left boards and into the hands of Daniels, who just gets it to Manderville, who spins it around into the Raiders' end. Behind the net, here comes Browning the other way. Orban down the left wing side to a streaking Oliver Gotu, who cuts into the middle of the circle and is forced into the boards behind the net. And taking it back, Bissot gets it to Guy to a streaking Lalone, right wing side. Lalone walking in with a hard shot off the glass. And wide of the goal, Ottawa regroups at center. They're on the PK, one minute to go on their penalty kill. The Raiders power play. And a one-timer shot down the right side of the ice and into the Raiders end on a line change for Ottawa. Down the right side. And right into the hands of Brand, who puts it into the Raiders end. Alaverde out of his net to stop it from going anywhere else from behind the goal. And breaking it out to Donovan. Now to the right side in the Ottawa zone stag. Puts it below the goal line. Run to the left half boards. And Pion puts it to center to a streaking Walsh. Walsh looking for another goal. Right circle, Walsh waiting, passing, rebound, shot off the side. And he gets hit after the play, goes off the end boards. And Ottawa regroups at center ice. 15 seconds to go on their penalty kill. Walsh quickly gets it into the corner and takes a hit from Donovan. Yeah, he actually took a slash from Walsh. Maybe he wants to go with something, but Walsh is just refusing at this point. He just wants to go back to the junior senator's uh, bench at this moment. Back to center off the body of Evans, and the other way is Dempster with a shot off the crossbar. Past the glove of Hicks, but not in the back of the twine. It's into the Ottawa corner. Now back to five on five. Dempster almost beat Hicks there, Mason. Very close. That was just a really good shot by Dempster on that left on the left wing boards. Alaveri out of his net. It hit a junior senator's body to the point. Brent fans on the shot. Possible three on two the other way. It's Dempster up the middle of the neutral zone. Denome puts it near the boards. Avoids a hit. Bottom of the left circle. Skates behind the Ottawa net with speed behind the goal. Centers it off the leg of Tam and now to Manderville who brings it into the middle of the neutral zone. Fires it up the left wing side to Evans and into the corner. Vanderville slides it off the boards. Chipped off the stick of Daniels and into the neutral zone, Vayette. Middle of the ice, be sold back into the Ottawa end behind the blue line. 17 minutes to go in the third, six nothing. For the Ottawa Junior Senators, now Dinot picks his pocket, takes it into the circle, pad saved by Hicks. And now Walsh to regroup at the half boards. To center, right side. Blowing pass row is Bolris, who leaves it behind him for Vayette at the right circle. Vayette stops at the half boards, feeds it to the right point for Daniels. Daniels looks for room, fires a shot. 
It's blocked, stuck in the sideboards and out to center, Denome. Feeds it to the right wing, picked up by Daniels, who backhands it into the Raiders' end for Rowe. 16-21 to go in the third. Line change for Nepean, pass into the hands of Alexander. In the Ottawa end, near the right half boards. Through the middle of the neutral zone is Walsh with speed, cutting in. And just buckles off his stick, rung around to the right side, half boards is Alexander, who pitches below the goal line. Stops at the end boards, breaks his stick at the boards, trying to hold on to that puck. And now here's Rowe with the Raiders regrouping. Ottawa to the bench on a line change. 15.49 to go in the third. Dumped it to the Raiders' right corner. Three or six nothing, Junior Senators, third period. McCabe holds it at the point, fires it into the corner. Calavari out of his net to ring it off the right glass. And Brandt holds it at the half boards. Near the circle, Anderson chases it into the left corner. That one rung out by Dempster. And near the half boards, Borjas battling to get it out. Brandt holds it in with his backhand. Back behind the net, McCabe chases it there. It's off the boards, held it at the line, salute. His shot deflected, and in the back of the net! Alaverde can't hold on, and it's a goal for the Ottawa Junior Senators. That is Zachary Saluma, weird shot for the point. A harmless shot, and Saloum is going to let Craig McCabe lead the rush to the bench. He might be getting the goal here, 7-0 Ottawa. I don't know what happened with Alaverde on that play near the crease. He had it towards his block. He was trying to squeeze tight towards his stomach to cover it up, but the puck was trickling to the crease. He just dropped it on a shot for the point by Zachary Saloum. We'll see who gets it. I believe it might be Craig McCabe's goal. That'll be his first goal as a forward, to be honest with you, Dante, because we haven't seen much of that. Yeah, it's Craig McCabe getting wow. the deflection. And Mason, that was a harmless shot from the right point. Saloub just threw it on net to get rid of it because yeah. there was bodies near him. And Alaverdi had covered up that puck and then he dropped it in his net. Yeah, well, well, I mean, that's very tough for uh -oh, a goaltender. Yeah, we got a penalty call coming. It's going to go to Nepean. There'll be a double minor here. There was another late hit. Dumped yeah. into the Raiders' corner, touched up by Alaverdi behind the net. 14.38 to go in the third, 7-0 Ottawa. The previous goal to McCabe and a junior Senators power play. Ottawa to send up Bolrus up the middle. Saloum at the point with Fayette. Walsh at the left wing side. And I believe at the right side is going to be Finn Evans. Horvat takes the draw. Bolrus wins it to the point. Fayette walks into the right circle looking for room. Behind him to the point, Saloum, the catalyst. Back to the left side, Walsh into the middle. Evans, shot, glove save, Alaverdi. A shot for the slot in prime real estate and a beautiful save. 14.25 to go in the third. 44 to 22, the shots for Ottawa. 7-0 for Ottawa over to Pierre. Boris takes the draw. Pass it to Evans, stuck in between his skates. Michel up the left wing to a streaking Goche. And with a broken play, lost the puck in the corner. And behind the net, Boris. Up the right side, Evans. Into the attacking zone, stops, gets it to Boris, deflected in front by Browning, he'll take it to center. Browning over the Ottawa line, avoids a hit, pushes it into the corner. Now at the right side, here's Fed Evans, 
from his own zone. Skates it into the neutral zone. Down the right wing side and into the Raiders end. Cuts towards the left circle, Bayette. Picks up the puck off Evan Stick and skates back to the left point. Down to the left hash marks. Near the half boards is Walsh. Back below the left circle. Walsh again with it. Left side, shot off the post. Stuck near behind the net. Picked up by Evans. Back to the point, Thomas. Guy. Near the circle. Leaves it behind him at the hash marks. Evans cutting, shooting, rebound. Guy can't slide it in. Bayette stuck at the side of the net and it's dumped off the boards by the defender, Browning, and into the neutral zone. 30 seconds to go on that Ottawa power play. Guy the other way from the neutral zone. Stopped in his tracks by Rowe. It's stuck near the point in between the legs of Rowe. Dug up by Thomas. To the point is Lalone. Back to the right circle, Blacksmith. Waiting, cutting into the middle. Shot for the slot, that one's blocked. Left to side, Lalone fakes the shot with one leg and cuts into the left hash marks. Now into the middle, across to Blacksmith. Back to the point, Lalone. Left side, Thomas, his shot off the side of the net. 12.34 to go in the third, now back to five on five. Guy walking in, slot area, shot, cross body, and off the glass. And out to Nome from his own end. Skates into the middle, avoiding two sticks. Now down the left side, he's got two to beat. Now three to beat. Denome cutting in, stopped in his tracks by Daniels and stuck in the crease, and Hicks the save. So McCabe with his fifth of the season. Now an assisted by Zachary Saloum and Jacob Lamont pick up, picks up his first point as, as a junior A player. So maybe he'll get a puck for his first assist as a junior in Junior A with the Junior Senators. Six goals, four assists, 10 points with Ember. Now he has his first first point with the Junior Senators. That's a call-up. Into the corner, Devin Daniels. Down the left wing side, P.O. Streaking down into the neutral zone. P.O. looking for the hat trick. Leaves it behind him for Bisso. Nobody there. And then a late hit on P.O. who was cutting near the circle. No call. Here's Horvath the other way. Bounced off the boards by Daniels. Now it's getting rough. The other way, McCabe getting into it in the corner. In behind the Ottawa net. 11.42 to go in the third. 7-0 Junior sends. McCabe back to center off the skate. Uh, Bissell, he'll cut in with P.O. Bissell lost the puck. Browning turned it over behind the net. P.O. couldn't get a footing on it. Here's Mueller. Denome to center. Knocked aside by Bissell. Browning from the neutral zone. Takes a hit from P.O. but slides it into the Ottawa zone behind the net. Grant off the left board to the neutral zone. Trying to slide it to the stick of Guy. He'll chase it into the Raiders end. Played aside by Browning. Or Andrevik up the left wing side in the neutral zone, but it's icing on the pian. And with 11 minutes here left in the third, Ottawa Junior sends leading the Raiders 7-0 in the face-off in the Raiders end. Zachary Sulum has four assists on the night. Oh, my. For He's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, we haven't seen the offense from him in a while. That's because he was injured. But we've seen him a lot on the defensive side a lot in this hockey game. And he was a part of that trade as we're going to get a penalty call to Vayette for a tripping. So he'll just uh, interference. He'll just walk to the box. So some of the new defensemen that they picked up during the deadline were Saloum, Thomas, Joel Alexander from the start of the season, and then Bailey Brand from the Nepean Raiders for a PDF. So Saloum, Thomas, and Brandt from trades. Then Alexander was recruited by Martin Dagenet and the 
offseason. Well, let me just say, Saloon's a heck of a hockey player on the defensive end. And that's big for Ottawa having him return to the lineup on Friday night against Hawkesbury. And that's a big key defensive part for Ottawa. Warhass into the Raiders end, Browning. Warhass on the power play will regroup behind the Raiders goal line. Here's Borjas down the left wing with speed. Puts it aside of the neutral zone. Belil offside on the PN. I mean, at this point of the game, Dante, I think the refs are just going to say play on at this point. There's going to be some calls that are going to be very obvious along the way. I mean, we've seen two penalties earlier in, I mean, in, in the second period for sure, but just nothing to really show for it for both teams cap, not capitalizing on their power play. But Ottawa tonight, well, they only have one power play despite having the five opportunities, but just Boris, five on five. Or pardon me, Borjas makes a move at the circle, forced into the corner by Alexander. Now to the point. Back at the left half wall. Near the boards, Goche cutting into the middle, forced in behind the net of the Ottawa net. Back to the Ottawa point. Mueller for Nepean. Left side is Tam near the boards. His shot blocked by Lalonde, cleared down the middle of the ice. Paddled aside by Alaverde on a junior Senators and Raiders power, or a line change. And the Raiders power play, 50 seconds to go on their man advantage, seven nothing for Ottawa. Through the middle, Jeff Dempster. Off a body and into the Raiders end. Corey Tam behind the net. Fires it up the left board, Smitsu. Backhands it over the line for Dempster, who had it trickle off his stick. Now stuck near the point, one-handed to center. Isaac Anderson, he's got Michelle to beat. Anderson, right circle, centered across, and a pad saved by Alaverde. Anderson was looking for Beeson because he was chipping in from that left point to try and go to the net. But a really good job by Beeson to just really back up his way, back up his way towards that blue line. And there's not a lot for an opportunity. Obviously, junior centers don't want a short any, I mean, uh, power play chance, even an on-man rush the other way. They've been doing that a lot lately. We've seen it at least a couple of times in this hockey game, but they've limited tonight on two-on-ones and on breakaways. Into the middle, Horvath lost the puck and hit the skate of Saloum. He'll backhand it into the Raiders' left corner. Nine minutes remaining in the third. 7-0 Ottawa, turned over behind the net. Evans slides it in front. Michel picked it up at a harm's way. He'll skate it to center. Slides it up the left wing side over the line. Horvath near the left hash mark. Centered in front, off the skate of Denome. And off a body to Hop Buckley. Buckley to the left point. Michel puts it into the corner. Saloum along the boards. Centered in front, off a body. And it's... Whistle down, what's going on here? Pushing and shoving. We got a penalty coming up to the junior Senators. It's gonna be tripping, power play coming from the PN. Well, at this part of the hockey game, Ottawa's gotta stay out of the box, especially when yeah. you're up 7-0. Can't let the frustration in the PN get into your head. Yeah, can't get into your head if you're the junior Senators. Wait a minute, this is gonna go on the PN. Wow. It's gonna be tripping on Buckley. The PN had the puck. And Hicks made the stop right towards the crease. It was very confusing on which who got the penalty because I thought the junior senator's touch, it would have been a junior senator's penalty kill, but instead it's going to Buckley for it, tripping. Uh-oh, and Buckley is having a, a few more words to the junior senator's bench. 
Bounced into the junior senator's corner. Vayette to pick it up behind the Ottawa goal line. To regroup on the junior senator's power play. 145 to go in their man advantage. Third period, seven nothing junior sends. They're on the power play leading this hockey game by seven. Alaverde down the middle of the ice, held in by Vayette at the line. It trickles near the right point. Walsh holds it in. He puts it off the boards. Held in Walsh again. Browning can't clear it out. At the point is Vayette. Off the boards. Back to the point. Saloum slides it into the corner and chases it there. It's stuck in between his skates. Dug up behind that by Bolris. Now to Walsh at the right side. And bounced out into the Ottawa end by Belil. 7.40 to go in the third. One minute to go on the Ottawa man advantage. And boy, we've seen that Vayette-Walsh line on so yeah. much. They've been outstanding tonight for Ottawa ever since the first period get-go. Offside called by Anderson by a step. Ever since, re yeah, ever since that line has came out, they've been tearing it up. Vayette has a couple of assists. Take a look at that line. I mean, Bullaris has a goal this afternoon. You look at Darcy Walsh, he has a goal and one assist. He has three goals, two assists, and the couple of games that he's played. He scored two against the Hawksbury Hawks with Vayette too. He has two assists on the night despite not scoring. He has seven goals, seven assists in the last nine games. He's on a nine game point streak. And cleared down the left side of the ice as Guy tried to make a move at the bull line. Dempster fired into the Ottawa end. As junior senators regroup through the middle of the Ottawa zone to center, Thomas. Fires it off the boards, Alaverde out of his net. Clears it off the end boards. And Ottawa holds it in at the right side on a attempted clear by Tam. Now to the left point, Blacksmith. Thomas at the half board, to the middle of the point. Back across, Thomas walking into the circle. Centered across, rebound, shot on save, Alaverde. Back to the point, Lalone. Five seconds left on the Ottawa power play. Dempster tied up of Lalone. And it's cleared down the left side of the ice. Buckley out of the box will chase it into the Ottawa zone. Hicks out of his net plays it. Thomas in his own end. Now to Guy. Down the right side into the neutral zone. Andrevik fires it off the left glass and it's behind the junior senator's net. Six minutes, 10 seconds remaining in the third. Seven, nothing Ottawa. Pion. Now Manderville, left hash marks, cutting into the Raiders' ringette line. Now into the circle, and Horvath just sticked it aside, but Ottawa puts it below the goal line. Walsh, off a of body. At the left hash boards. It's Andrevik to try to clear it out. He can, hold it in at the left side is Brent, pitching up for the point near that left half board. And now it's finally quickly sent to center. Alexander spins it back to Brent. Alexander, he pinches up into the rush on a really nice saucer pass by Brent. Alexander cutting into the circle. His shot, a glove save by Alaverdi. With 5.26 remaining in the third period. And the junior senators leading the Raiders 7-0. And Mason, wonder if you could find once the last time Ottawa scored seven goals in a hockey game. The last time that they scored seven goals in a, well, in a hockey game. Seven or more. Uh, seven or more. That was against the Pembroke Lumberkings in January. It was. They scored, and then the next week on Friday, they scored six against the Hawksbury Hawks. And their high total this season is scoring nine goals against the Kempville 73s in October. 
Back to center. Slapped into the junior senator's end by Dempster at the right wing. Through the middle, Lamont off his skate. McCabe puts it into the corner. Chasing it there, Isaac Anderson. Played aside by Alaverdi. Donovan at the right half boards. Smothered to the point, McCabe puts it into the left circle. Now to the point, Lamont in the shot. Misses wide. Off the glass at the end boards. And into the Raiders' corner. 4.34 left in the third. Donovan in his own end. Through the middle, out of the reach of Smitsu. It's into the junior senator's end. Behind the net. Smitsu battling behind the net with Bissot. Now up the right side. Evans trying to get a hold of the puck, and it's Bissot again. Bissot to center from the red line. Flickers it into the corner. It's run to the left side of the half wall. And here's Borax. Flips it into the Ottawa end. Out of the net to play it, Connor Hicks. He wins it to the right half boards for Borjas who holds it in. Trying to cut his way to the net. Stopping him in his tracks with Manderville. He'll take it behind the Ottawa goal. Manderville leaves it behind him for Saloum in the junior senator's end. Here's Brandt. Up the middle of the ice, intercepted at center by Gochin. He'll put it off the boards with Dempster chasing in the corner. Played aside at a harm's way by Salute. Brandt out to center, out of the reach of Blacksmith. And into the Raiders' end, 3.25 to go in the third. Still 7-0, Junior sends. Blacksmith in the offensive zone. Can't quickly get it to Bullris. It's back to center for Blacksmith again. Blacksmith, a nifty move at the blue line. Cuts into the circle, backhands it on net, blocked by Borjas. Evans takes him down. Now at the right hash marks, Bolris will chase it into the corner. Mueller on that puck from his own zone, skates to center. He's got five to beat. Here's Mueller cutting in. He beats one, but he can't beat the second. He's forced into the left boards. Near the left corner, Darcy Walsh. Now Michael Thomas. Off the left board to the Ottawa zone. Rowe fires it on it, misses wide. Raiders been stuck on 22 shots for pretty much the most of this third period. Here's Vayette cutting it to the right circle. Into the middle, comes free. Vayette spins around, fires a shot, and a glove save Alaverdi. 2.30 left in the third. 7-0 Ottawa over to Pian and Mason. I believe they started this third period with only 20 shots. Yep, 20 shots, so they only had two shots <laughs> in the third period, and you're right, Dutch. You got on the top of your head this time. I did. Left hash marks Fayette and the Raiders and out to center. So the Raiders only 22 shots today. My goodness. Two shots in this third period. There's two minutes left. Yeah, Hicks hasn't been tested into the third period. Oh. My goodness. At the right half boards. Ottawa forces it to center. Bullris, Vayette, three on two. Vayette walking in, in front to Bullris, misses Walsh, who is on the right wing side. And now Horvath skates with speed down the left wing into center and pokes it into the corner. Taken off the puck by Bisson. Now Daniels battling behind the net. That defensive line has been unstoppable tonight. Bisson and Daniels. And off the boards the other ways to center. P.O. Will trace back into the Ottawa and Bissell. They regroup for Ottawa. 1.35 to go in the third. Seven-month-y junior sends. Malone, left circle, sends it in front off the side of the stick of P.O. P.O. falls down. 
Backhands it to the point. Bissot shot. Blocked by Buckley. Buckley to center. 120 left. And that's a penalty on Lalone. And Lalone is pissed off with Buckley. And now he gives an extra shove to Buckley. And Lalone's got his hand up in the air. And Buckley has his stick. And Lalone gives him an extra spear. I'm not too sure about this call, Dante, because Nick Lalone was trying to lift the stick of Buckley. He was trying to strip the puck away. I'm not too sure about this one. I mean, at this point of the game, you should have just let the players just play at this point. I didn't oh, think that. Yeah. I think that was a hook at the at that at the center because Lalone was trying to lift the stick and try and knock the puck down at center, and, and he was just. Lalone the hook. Yeah, and they gave Lalone the hook. Yeah, I'm. I'm not too sure about that. We haven't seen. We didn't see any of that until the hockey game until, well, it's two minutes left in the third. I mean, that's fine for the junior Senators to kill off a, a penalty kill to end the game. And Ottawa's going to have to fight hard in the final minute of this third period. 7-0 junior sends off the end glass. Saloum tries to clear it out. Stuck in the slot, Michel. His shot saved by Connor Hicks. Stuck near the circle, cleared down the middle of the ice by Anderson. 54 seconds to go in the third. Ottawa 50 seconds away from another shutout for Connor Hicks, his third in his last four games. Down the left side, Goche off the backhand of the stick of Borjas near the right half boards in the Ottawa zone. Manderville trying to knock it out. Fayette gets it to center. He's got one to beat. It's Michel. Fayette looking for his 32nd. And he's hooked up in the face. No call of the play. It's bounced into the Raiders' corner as Fayette goes to the bench. What is this, Mason? That should have been a call on high stick, and that's an obvious penalty, but the referees are just saying play on. And Jerry Savage having to attend to Fayette. Ottawa, from their own zone, dumps it into the Raiders' left corner. Ten seconds left in the third. Seven-nothing, Ottawa. They're giving it to the Raiders right now. Five seconds left. Dempster in his own end in front of the blue line, and that will do it for the hockey game. Ottawa holds on their 40th victory of the season. Connor Hicks, the shutout, 7-0. Junior Senators, the final score in Nepean. They take the season series 6-0 wow. season series. Six straight wins against Nepean. 7-0 final score. 50-23 were the shots for Ottawa in this hockey game. Absolute domination, to say the least. And guess what? Connor Hicks records his fifth shutout of the season. That ties Forget for the league lead. Well, we look at Carlton Place game. Well, Forget, well, we'll see who the goaltender is, but I believe it's Forget. 3 0 Carlton Place leading over the Cornwall Coaches. He's in the leader spot. He's on pace to try and get a shutout in the third period. He has not allowed a goal yet in this hockey game against the Cornwall Colts. That's a 3 0 game. We haven't gone through out of town scoreboards all night. We'll go through them right now. Oxbury 2 1 against Navin in the third. Canada up 1 0 against the Pembroke Lumberkings. Just underway. Brockville and Rockland at a 4 30 game. But Hicks has been unstoppable since the start of the seat. Uh, since he came onto the scene, he got his first shutout against Rockland. He did it again against Rockland. He did it twice against the Pian. And then one more time. It's unbelievable what Connor Hicks can really do. But to be honest with you, Dante, Connor Hicks didn't really get tested as much in this hockey game from the most standpoint throughout this game. The most shots that he had to face in a period was 12 tonight. That's really it. 7-0 Ottawa, the final score. Again, the shot's 50-23 for Ottawa. They take this hockey game. And another shutout for the junior said their third for Connor Hicks in his last four games. We got to pick out our broadcast network player of the game award. We can name a lot of players because I'd of the seven. i say Pion. Yep, we haven't given one to him yet. 
Danny Pio, our Junior Senators Broadcast Network, player of the game, a 7-0 victory for Ottawa. He had two goals this afternoon. Very good performance by Pio. We had two goals. Saloum had a couple assists. Fayette had a couple assists. Everybody contributed when you score seven goals. Yeah. Most of the team's going to get on the scoreboard. Lamont had an assist for his first career junior eight point. That will do it for us here in the broadcast booth. We want to thank Martin Dagenet for joining us on the intermission show as we did the interview with him before the game. We will talk to him post-game wise. Yep, everyone. We also want to thank David Lawrence for David coming Lawrence on as well. in the second intermission show. The next broadcast, well, it's against the Hawkesbury Hawks. And if Hawkesbury can score seven or more goals against the Ottawa Junior Senators in a game, well, they can possibly beat them in a playoff series. But Ottawa cannot be allowing a bunch of goals. The rebound control needs to be clear against Hawkesbury on Wednesday. That's going to be key going into that game. That's the next game on Wednesday night. Thank you very much, Mason, for that. For Diamond Dante, Mason Dietrich, you've been listening to Ottawa Junior Senators Hockey here on the Junior Senators Broadcast Network. Thank you so much for listening here this afternoon. Enjoy the Super Bowl if you're going to be watching or listening to the Super Bowl today. And have a great Sunday evening. Junior Senators win at 7-0, the final score of their next game against Hawkesbury on Wednesday.